hello and welcome to the Lost Archives. My name's Owen and I'm the dungeon master of this ragtag group of heroes and adventurers. Hi everybody, I'm Claire. I'm playing Mira, who's a dragonborn sorcerer, half-red dragon, half-silver dragon. Uh, originally was a bit of a politician and now has joined the adventuring life probably to a greater extent than she ever expected. I am Michael, I'm playing Lockie Hobbs, a Warforged Artificer. Uh, originally was part of a flying castle, but have since left and resumed an adventure with my friends. Uh, cool. Um, hey guys, I'm Jared and I play the character of Jin. He is a level 6 lore bard and a level 2 hexblade warlock. Uh, I'm currently an associate and ally of the Tempest Guild, and I'm helping them in their goal of stopping the Queen of Dragons, Tiamat. Hello, I'm Ali, and I'm playing Shama, the Yuan T. Sorlock, um, who is traveling with the Tempest Adventuring Guild, trying to find the other half of her soul, who is hiding somewhere away, far from reach. Hi guys, I'm Matt, uh, playing Yoda, the uh, sneaky wood elf ranger and rogue, who, after a tragic uh, incident in the jungle with his previous expedition, has now joined up with this lovely ragtag group of adventurers and is uh, looking to see what happens next. Hello! Hello, everybody! Hello, hello. Welcome to the Lost Archives. We've not had any technical difficulties tonight. Don't worry. We're back, everybody. Oh, my goodness. Um, hello. Oh, it's so lovely to see your faces again. It's lovely to have you all here. I can see we've got um, Archie and Brunebase already. Brunebase, you're already asking for Jin to turn into a frog. Um, no, not yet. You're going to have to wait for that. That's that's He's got to earn it. Um, but no, welcome back, everybody, to our Dungeons & Dragons stream. It's uh, it's lovely to have you all here joining us. And uh, for those of you who are listening on the podcast and YouTube, thank you very, very much. And uh, thanks for thanks for sticking around to the journey. I think we're now up to episode 88. So um, huge thank you for getting through this many episodes. Now, for those of you who are watching the stream and uh, YouTube, you'll notice that we have um, two interesting things of note visually. The first and most important one is Ali has some fucking cool hair and the stream's already commenting on it. Yeah. I, yep. I couldn't talk. Yeah, you <laughs> Couldn't talk, talk. That's, this is going to be fun. <laughs> Matt's playing a Warforge tonight. <laughs> I'm kidding, okay, it's not that bad, it's not that bad, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, you'll also notice that uh, Jared's camera is off tonight, um, his webcam's uh, not on because he's doing some last minute packing, he's heading away really soon, but he may or may not have his camera on depending on how he gets his packing done, but he is joining us for tonight's stream. And then obviously there's one more thing, we have one other tiny little thing to share. Uh, we've got a guest character joining us tonight, Raf. Long, long time friend of the stream, but first time actually on it, um, Willkommen. Willkommen and welcome, welcome to the Lost Archives, Raf. It's lovely okay. to have you here. Raf, Raf and I have been playing D&D for a very, very long time. Um, I was going to say that uh, only only um, Jared has played with Raf before, but actually Claire's played D&D with Raf before. And Ali and Raf don't know that they know each other, but they do know each other, which is also fun too. Because um, we were, because I, I went to uni with Ali and the house that I was living in was the party house and Raf came to that party house numerous times. And you you lived in it for a bit, didn't you, Yellow House? You, you did you? No, you didn't live there. You just crashed there when you no. were really drunk. That's right. You didn't live in the bathtub for a bit, did no, you? No, no, no. That was that no, was another person. Funny. That wasn't that was him. <laughs> we did have a guy <laughs> live in our bathtub for three months. Uh, that was shit. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> he literally was a squatter. I feel like yeah. that, warrant, that warrant a lot of conversation. Yeah. Um, 
We did have a chat about it and we tried to get rid of him. Uh, it turned out to be very, when a man doesn't want to be moved from a bathtub, it turns out it's very hard to remove him. Uh, when there's that level of commitment to living that bathtub life, hashtag bathtub life, uh, it's very hard to take a man away. So we, we struggle greatly and we were unsuccessful in removing him from a bathtub. Um, but that's an aside. Raf is joining us tonight, um, coming in as a guest character. Now, we're not going to reveal too much about his guest character. We're going to um, introduce his guest, guest character organically, and Raf will, Raf will jump in when, he's, uh, when his character appears. Um, obviously, people who are looking at, uh, at YouTube or, or the stream can see a little bit of Raf's character with the overlay. Um, I'm just going to leave you guys guessing what, um, what that character is going to be when we get to meet them a little bit later on. Uh, in terms of other news... Um, Thank you for those of you who joined me for the Valheim stream and the late night stream with uh, Harley, where we were playing uh, a little bit of Viscera cleanup detail. Um, obviously, uh, Harley hasn't had a chance to do much streaming recently. He's, he's another streamer, Lieutenant Downs. He hasn't had a chance to do much streaming, so it was great to get him back uh, back into it again. Um, his internet's not been good enough up until now, so he's very, very excited to be streaming again. So obviously, um, I... I absolutely support his channel he's down as one of the channels that i support in the bottom you can go and check out his stuff um in the suggested streams at the bottom of my twitch so go and check out lieutenant downs i recommend his content highly he's also unfortunately my cousin unfortunately he is also your cousin yeah it is it's it's, that is very unfortunate yeah we 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 don't talk about that very much we're not a we're not a big him or me not decided yet yeah (laughs) we don't know which way it goes um but yeah oh and um i think that was the only bit of news i had yeah, that was the only bit of news. Um, Ali, one thing I was going to ask, is your noise gate working? Uh, ooh, it I can, be. I can hear you typing. Like, and oh, normally shit. normally your microphone is the best. You've got the best noise gate out of all of us. <laughs> That's why I'm, like, noticing it because uh, your noise gate's better than my noise gate for 99% of the time. Right. So, um, well, let me move. Is that a bit better? I've moved it. Up. No, it's the same. I reckon it's your, yeah. uh, is it. Is it Logitech G-Hub again? I swear to God, if Logitech G-Hub is sabotaging the stream... <sighs> Nine times you know out of ten, you know what it is? It totally is. Logitech G-Hub. It's Logitech G-Hub. Every time we have G- uh, the issues with the stream, it's Logitech G-Hub. Um, I want to put this out there. We're not sponsored by Logitech. I don't want to be sponsored by Logitech. Fuck you and your shit products. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but also, sort out G-Hub. Come on, seriously. If you're going to acquire all these companies, please get them all working together with your stupid software. Um, look, it's a, hard, it's a hard message, and they've got to hear it from somebody. And if it's not us, who are they going to hear it from? <laughs> Uh, all right, I better do a little bit of a recap and introduction to get us into the stream, and then we'll jump straight back into where we left off last session. Um, oh, there was one more thing. Uh, the wiki. Thank you, everybody who has been checking out the Lost Archives wiki page. Um, that is now pretty much uh, set up and ready to go. I've been filling in more information as I've gone along. I've also added the two new custom races I created for Nostea there, and also on D&D Beyond, so you can access both. Um, so if you want to play as the Giant Forged, which is the race that Lockie is playing, that, that Michael's playing, um, you absolutely can. And I've also recently added the Maloran Orc, which is the variation of the Orc that we're using in um, in Nostea. Because obviously there's no half Orcs, so that has been replaced with the Maloran Orcs, or Sea Orcs is the um, colloquial name for them. So yeah, if you want to play a really cool custom race that is balanced, I promise, perfectly balanced, as all things should be, um, you can go check them out on the wiki or on D&D Beyond. They're, they're available through either. Um and yeah, if, if you want to help me edit the wiki and add stuff, please feel free. I'm going through and adding the chapter summaries at the moment. I've finished the summary for chapter one, which covers the introduction to the campaign, and I'll be going through and adding as much information as I can whenever I've got time. But if you guys want to give me a hand uh, in the community, um, just go to fandom and type in the Lost Archives wiki in the fandom search, and you'll find it hasn't been indexed by Google yet, but that should be happening in the next week or so. Um, just depends on how quickly Google spiders crawl across the web and find it. 
Um, no, no, that's what they're called, spiders, literally. That's, that's the actual term for it. Really? I know, yeah, yeah, seriously. I'm not kidding you. Um, like a Google deity. Google deity. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I love the goddess of Google. Do no drow. All right, so. That's a very, very, like, I'm making gods, like, inside thing to say. Like, the god of, god of Google. The god of Google. Which sure it somewhere. You can't believe not enough. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. Um, Alrighty, I'll do a quick recap of the story so far, and then we'll jump straight into the excitement in the session. The Tempest Adventuring Guild, a group of mercenaries, explorers, and adventurers, has been working to thwart the machinations of a group known as the Order of the Dragon. This cult has been amassing power, wealth, and knowledge in an attempt to perform a ritual which would bring a dark draconic god, Tiamat, back into the world. Our story has been following the escapades of some of the members of this group, Mira, Jin, Loki, Yerveth, and Shana, who have travelled to Chiari, the draconic nation, to work against the cult's actions there. Despite facing overwhelming odds, the party have succeeded in driving the cult out of Veloxur. With many of the children of Tiamat now killed or captured, and Sidus, the sinister black dragon that was uh, semi in charge of this group, um, having been driven from the city, the victory unfortunately hasn't been one of triumph, but one of sorrow. The damage that the cult has wrought can't be washed away so quickly and so easily. The city is still recovering, people searching for their friends and loved ones lost during the conflict, and homes destroyed and fires still burning. After a brief respite back at the Silverscale Estate, which is the estate they've been staying at, um, the, state, um, the estate of Otalia Carnos, or Elliot, their silver dragon friend and, uh, and Mira's old boss uh, in the city, um, they travelled to Fafnir, a old, old dragon who had a wealth of knowledge stored in a series of vaults underneath the city. Fafnir had reported some of the items had been potentially missing he hadn't located or identified any items missing but he knew the cult had been active and had done something to prevent him from being able to stop them some aspect of his memory being modified as well after a very thorough investigation of one of the vaults the party discovered that the cult hadn't stolen some things the cult had stolen everything and replaced them with illusionary duplicates designed to fool creatures with true sight ancient dragons Choosing to not reveal this to Fafnir, uh, lest they uh, be on the receiving end of his ire, the party danced a very careful fandango around the subject and were able to somewhat sort of bluff him off a little bit, temporarily. <laughs> we left off as they were on the back of Otaliacanos, Elia heading for the Worms Respite Estate, the winery where they had stashed their airship, not wanting to take it into the city, given that the cult were active there, uh, and where they had last met up with Bacchus, a large green dragon who had been full of mirth and merry, but who they had last seen being captured and dragged off towards some cells deep within the city. We jump straight back in exactly where we left off, you guys on the back of Elia, clinging on Shana with her long, sinewy uh, snake tail and lack of legs, um, having to wrap herself around one of the spines physically to like maintain contact with Elia. Um, as, the, as the dragon flies low overhead, as Elia flies low over the city, the smoke sort of still rising from some of the outer districts, um, you can see far ahead of you the open plains and the vast deserts of Veloxur, this this very large uh, open stretch around the city devoid of farms in this southern portion where you're flying. In the distance just beyond a small rise you can see the very stark green of the Worms Respite Estate standing out very clearly against the desert background. And as you fly low overhead, Elia's shadow casting a, uh, a large dark shape below you on the road, uh, you can see some travellers moving to and from the city, some heading into the city, some leaving goods packed up in carts as if escaping the devastation while others rushing into the city maybe to locate loved ones or to to discover what's gone on 
Shivers, our guest character. Hello. You are currently walking along a large stretch of desert road between the city of Eloxur and this location that you've been pointed to, the Worms Respite Estate. Several of the Dragonborn that you've spoken to who remembered seeing these adventurers, these outlanders coming in on the back of, uh, of a dragon in a, in a, sorry, originally coming in on a cart from the Worms Respite Estate and, and playing a, a pivotal role in the events that have occurred in the city. Uh, remember they had come from the Worms Respite Estate and had heard rumours that Bacchus had been hosting them there. Um, rumours perpetuated by Bacchus himself, it seems. And so your journey on foot continues. The dry desert heat doesn't bother you. Coming from the lower portion of the Shattered Isles, you've spent a lot of time in the heat. And even though this landscape is a lot drier than what you're used to, obviously being uh, used to more coastal coastal areas, you find that the, the contrast is, is not unpleasant. Your clothes well designed to deal with the heat. Suddenly a large shadow falls across you, and as you look up you see the massive form of a gargantuan silver dragon flying low overhead. Around it swoops a green drake, or a smaller dragon, hard to tell, much smaller, about the size of a large dog, maybe a wolfhound or a, or a, um, a, a large um, deerhound, swooping low, flying around this large dragon, this green drake flying and wheeling above them. And as the dragon passes overhead, on its back you can see a number of individuals clinging on. Individuals that match the descriptions you've been given to locate. As the dragon swoops down and lands in the courtyard of this large winery, the large brewing house in the background, you see a green dragonborn with large green wings, probably most alarmingly, seven foot tall, step out, a large jagged reddish brown scar across his chest that still is slightly weeping, uh, sort of rush out and begin like calling, Ah, my friends, you have returned! And you see this only a hundred meters down the road as you begin like sort of like picking up the pace a little bit to go and catch up with these people you've been sent to locate. For the Tempest Guild, as you guys arrive and land, um, you see Bacchus running out of the gates, now sporting a massive jagged scar across his midsection that looks to have been carved from his scales slowly. Um, he greets you with the same level of enthusiasm and joy, large smile across his draconic form that you're used to seeing. Um, you can see in one hand he is clutching a bottle that seems half full. And as you guys sort of begin landing, Elia transforms back into this silver dragonborn form. Excuse me, with the big silver golden wings. Um, silver golden? With the big silver reflective wings catching the gold of the sun behind her. There you go. Justify that well. Um, yeah, you can see... Um, uh, Bacchus sort of rushing over. Ah, my friends, you are alive and well. It is so good to see you. I see you have all come out of this unscathed. That is good to see. Very good indeed. How fair no, your time in the city? Oh, sorry. Don't necessarily say unscathed, Bacchus. Some of us carry wounds, memories. Ah, this yes, city, not you, you notice. In a good place. Yes. I look very tough now. I have large scar to show my, my battle prowess. They tried to break me, but cannot break me. I'm too tough. And I was way too drunk. I had a lot of alcohol when they came to take me away. I was no help with any questions. They just asked me things and I laughed in their faces. It turns out they did How not like that. Uh, you can see this large, jagged, reddish brown scar across his midsection. It looks deep, Yerveth. You think he's already he received some sort of healing, but it, it is deep. Um, just a heads up, Michael and Claire. Uh, Claire, your camera has dropped, and so we can't hear either of you, just so you know. I can see you nodding, so you know. <laughs> um, 
yeah. <laughs> Elia gives a very deep bow. Bacchus, I am I'm so sorry to hear that you received, uh, received a wound. I, 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 I don't... When did that happen? I, I must have missed that during the fighting. Uh, when, when did that occur? Ah, it was not during the fighting. They were trying to question me for information on, on you lots. They wanted to know uh, what I had done, how I had helped you, and uh, also wanted to know how I had poisoned the elders. Stupid question. I had not poisoned the elders, but clearly they had put poison in one of my brews. Troubling indeed. As you guys are talking, a figure comes around the edge of one of the gates. Shivers, you have just done a bit of a jog. Obviously, running's not your strong suit, and being outside, nope. lots of physical exercise <laughs> is not something that you're particularly gifted with. Um, but your your lithe form and your natural dexterity have sort of given you a bit of a burst of speed. And as you come around the corner, the people you see in front of you match the descriptions you've been looking for. Absolutely. Um, would what I'm going to do is get everyone to describe their characters a little bit to each other so that we can have everyone be on the same page. So I'll get our guest Raf to describe Shivers to us, please, as the first character you guys see. Uh, yeah, so Shivers is a um, tabaxi, uh, hairless cat, um, sphinx cat, I think they're called. Um, mm. Looking dude, um, he's <laughs> um, kind of uh, got. His face colorings are kind of like uh, very skull-like, um, and he's wearing just simple garb, um, kind of a just simple grey cloak uh, with the hood uh, sort of half on, um, trying to protect his very bald head from getting crispy fried by the sun. Um, and he's carrying a um, staff in one hand that's got just a whole bunch of different um, bangly bits all over it. It's just got talismans and other things, and it definitely jangles as he um, jogs up the road towards you guys. For the uh, for the stream watchers in YouTube, I've just put Raf's character art front and center on the screen so that you guys very can nice see it. Very nice artwork too. Thank you very much. It's one of, one of my favorites that I've done ever. Uh, <laughs> just great great character brief really inventive i've had a lot of fun making it uh just gonna just gonna be flat out and honest with that just was loads of fun making that character up and um and it's something something original i was saying to the guys before there's not a lot of reference art that i could uh use to help me get an idea of what a sphinx tabaxi would look like it turns out that there are no sphinx tabaxi art that i could find on the internet so there probably are sphinx tabaxi artwork out there but i couldn't find them and i I gave it a good solid looking um, I went to page two of Google, so you know I was serious. Uh, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, so I'll I'll definitely have this up on the ArtStation page and on the wiki, um, so that other people and I'll chuck it on Twitter too, so that if you if you want to um, you want to check it out, you are more than welcome to. I yeah, really cool character design uh, from Raf there, so I was very stoked to to get to draw it. Um, but that's that's what you see this yeah. Um, this tabaxi, very interesting looking tabaxi. Uh, you've probably not seen a Sphinx tabaxi before either, that particularly sort of hairless look. Uh, probably at first, there's not, not a realization it's a tabaxi. It's like, oh, fuck, that's a weird, fucked up, some sort of, what is that? Is it like an elf? Like, that's got really, is it like an elf that's been out in the sun too long? Like, oh no, it's a cat. <laughs> it's like that weird thing where it's like, what, is it going to be soft when I touch it or like weird and wrinkly? <laughs> it's, like, it's like a chupacabra. Exactly. <laughs> it's like a chupacabra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ali, would you like to describe Shana so that Raf knows what Shana looks like? 
So probably the first thing that people notice when they see Shana is that she is an Aga. So she's top half woman, bottom half snake. Um, so the snake tail, depending on what mood I'm in when I draw her, <laughs> is usually a shade of purple or pink or, you know, somewhere around that tonal yeah, it's range. Been, um, a, been a bit of a bitch since I did her official character art based on her specifications and now she's changed the color again. So I'm going to have to go back and rechange Shana's scales from this blue color I did. <laughs> I think I change it literally every time I do a big yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna color theory fits. I'm just gonna give her like a metallic sheen, like you know with cars how they have that metallic sheen and it changes depending on the perspective. I'm gonna give her that so she's like, <laughs> do yeah. my chrome pink blue. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh, that's um, gonna be that's gonna be pimping. Yeah, she's got uh, long white, sort of silvery blue hair, um, snake eyes, uh, crescent moon on the forehead. And she's just generally decked out in sort of um, gold calves, arm calf, blue sort of top, and sort of like goes into like a half skirt sort of thing because she can't really wear normal pants. <laughs> and yeah, that's, a, that's pretty much Shana. Alrighty, and Jin, would you like to describe, or I should say Jared, would you like to describe Jin for us? Yeah, so oh, Jin. What does Jin currently look like right now? He currently, currently yeah. Yeah. So he's currently sitting next to Yerveth because he, for some reason, has an idea that they're brothers. I don't remember why, but that was a joke a long time ago. Anyway, he's standing there sort of antagonizing him. He's quite small right now, like three, four foot tall, uh, a bit slimy and a bit, you know, a bit wet. Oh, no. Uh, You've been listening to chat. <laughs> Fuck you, know. uh, he's, he's a grung. Oh, no. He's a grung. <laughs> See? And there. Jin is now finally a frog. There you go. You happy, chat? This has been a three-week thing, Jin. Of one, because Jin went against his patron uh, three weeks ago, and uh, chat wanted his patron to punish him uh, by yeah, turning so him into a frog. Uh, he's Brun, now a grung. Brune Brass Axe. <laughs> yeah. There you go. He's now a grung. He's a frog. Uh, and Ratchet, need, like, Ratchet a actually... Yes, no, because it's, it's he doesn't he doesn't take on the physical traits. He just looks like oh, it. Oh, he doesn't. Okay. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't okay, take on okay. the strengths and weaknesses of the character he disguises himself as. He just looks like he just looks like it. Moderately dis- disappointed by that. Fire I mean, yeah, from you're, you're, you're otherwise otherwise Jin would just turn himself into time. a fucking Yuan T every day and have magic resistance, right? Like. What? <laughs> 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 um, yeah, but I should say that Jin hasn't changed his clothes, so he's wearing his Illyrian clothes. So you see this grung dressed in really fine elven wear that's designed for a six-foot-tall elf on this three-foot-tall frog. I would like to think that it Rolled was very... I think he committed to the joke way too quick to take in anything else into consideration. Yep. Yeah, um, then that's what happens, Maybe yeah. Maybe Yervis didn't really like frogs. I don't know why this has come up, but I'm just going to roll with it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, okay. Michael. Um, but normally, I'll just quickly, I'll quickly, yeah, yeah, yeah. normally what I actually look like is, um, yeah, like a six foot tall sort of half elf. That's my normal look, sort of like, like, sort of like medium length, sort of like auburn sort of hair, um, and wear these nice sort of intricate, uh, sort of like barred clothing that resembles a bit, more, bit of like a noble sort of flair to it. Yeah, it's a very fancy tunic uh, with a half cape that Ooh, he wears. And I have a very nice magical harp now. He does. Strapped to his back is a beautiful looking harp that you have not yet attuned to. Just so you know. Not yet. No, not yet. Cool. Uh, just, I need to know that for every time you try and play it without being attuned to it. Uh, but I'm going to be a grung for a fair significant part of this. Oh, God. Because <laughs> why not? Uh, I, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to commit to it for at least an hour. You too can join. Did you transform join... like the dragon? Yeah, he did on the back of, yeah. Uh, 
Dedication is key. Yep, that's it. Um, so for the audience, you too can be a part of the stream and shape the narrative as well in the most annoying fucking ways possible by joining us live. <laughs> Um, and you can also do cool things like spending channel points to give advantage and disadvantage to players or the dm summoning monsters creating npcs or um other other fun aspects to help shape the story uh michael would you like to describe loki um and just a heads up um shivers you would have seen warforged before uh this is a bit of a strange looking warforged just in advance um you would you would know this with your history you would you would immediately recognize warforged and then ooh, that's not a normal warforged um alrighty. Michael. Oh no, oh, we you. can't hear you. Oh no. Oh, oh no. Tell you what, while you guys are getting that set up, Matt, do you want to describe Yerveth to us? Yeah, sure. Um, so probably looking slightly slightly um, because he's now being, uh, Yerveth's now being assailed by a uh, grunt, yep. which so happens to be Spin Jin. Um, yes. You see a, you know, probably just just sort of pretty tall. I'd say he's like six foot five. I, I probably had this, this better, but anyway, he's probably just like six foot five, like pretty tall wood elf, um, with with like I guess like 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 silver gray hair, very long, um, sort of pinned back back a little bit, um, um, very like very very like very um, very defined feet features in his. Um, you can you can tell that's his own elf that's probably been in the elements that's, uh, for most of his life. His life. Um, very weathered, beaten, uh, various scars and cuts, cuts sort of a, on his face. And at the moment, with the climate, he he, he is he's got he's got his uh, leaves open, and you can see the skin, and you can see cuts and various uh, bruises and, and things as well. Um, but yeah, wears a very uh, a fun cloak, which, which is blended with his surroundings. Um, for those who are playing at home, at home, it is a mantle, um, and yeah, just sort of adorned with uh, just a just a sort of like de garb, leather armor. You can see a couple of weapons kind of at his holster. Um, yeah, very a very impressive longbow on his back, his back, and various arrows, arrows in his quiver to go at a moment's notice. Um, and his eyes at the moment are a very very striking green, which matches his drake. Yes, Eleanor, which at his is, side. Is <laughs> yes, yep. absolutely. Your side is a is a large dragon. Uh, I shouldn't say large dragon. Is a small dragon, uh, the size of a large dog. Um, very. Again, you've never seen anything like this before, Shivers. You've never seen a dragon like this. It is. Yeah, it's basically like a, la- a large dragon dog, but with wings, and clearly it can fly. Um, very emerald, bright emerald green scales, very similar in color to Yerveth's eyes at the moment. And as you come around the corner, this thing immediately clocks you, lowers its head a little bit, and growls. Not menacingly, but as a warning to let them know you're there and as a, as a notification to the cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael and Claire, it sounds like your camera and mics are all working again. Michael, would you like to describe Loki? Okay. Well, you see a, a metal man that is about yeah, six feet tall, and he's look, uh, he looks a bit lanky, a little bit skinny, but he's made completely of clockwork and small gears and things that are attached and moving, all like almost mechanically. And so, he's, so all through him, around his chest is a little bit larger and seems to be a slightly different metal. So his body's made would made out looks like it's made out of something like copper or. Um, uh, possibly like terracotta or something along those lines, where the around his chest, like the larger part is seems to be an armor made of other names and other metals and such like that. And at his arm, he's got a large shield. It's also 
embossed with like, you know, clockwork runes and things on it. And inside, implanted in its chest, where there should be more metalwork, there is a stone cube that seems to be um, floating and slowly, slowly turning, held up by magic magnets. Yeah, the cube itself is is um, constantly sort of breaking apart and reforming into different uh, sort of smaller cubes at all times and is inlaid with a series of runes that you do not recognize, um, never seen before. Uh, and yeah, the, the the copper parts of the copper have sort of colored vertigris, uh, I think, haven't they, Michael, where they've got this like beautiful green coloration that make almost like these spiraling patterns or, or jagged patterns across Loki's body. But yeah, uh, Clockwork Warforged, You've never seen anything like that. <laughs> I, have a, I have a question about that, actually. Yeah. Um, yep. With Loki, when he, he moves, does does the stone stay at the same like, like speed? What does it stop with Loki as he moves? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, for the very first time, yeah, but as you look, uh, it moves in perfect harmony with Loki. Right. Okay. Good and when Loki turns, it stays in position and, and rotates as he rotates around it. And then as he walks off, it slowly rotates back into a primary position. Ah, uh, cool. Yeah. Interesting. And last, and certainly not least, probably the most striking looking of the group, Mira. Uh, that's very kind to say so. But no, Mira is a dragonborn. Um, she's a silver dragonborn, but she's uh, got half, uh, exactly half. Her body and head is red. Um, and on that side, she's got a blue eye, but on the other side, she has what's clearly an artificial eye that's got this sort of swirling red, but tinged with all these different colours uh, iris and um, sclera as well. So it's quite clearly magical. She wears robes, she has, carries a staff. Um, but she is quite unique. Probably wouldn't have seen. You've definitely never seen a dichromatic dragonborn before. Definitely, uh, mm. she she is unique. Um, definitely, yeah, and it's almost like a chimeric kind of spread across the body and the face. It's not perfectly even. It sort of moves and spreads, and parts of the tissue kind of catch it at different points. And it, yeah, it looks it looks very very interesting. Um, like what was that? Sorry, like a tabby cat. Like a tabby cat, exactly. Um, standing yeah. next to them is, as I said, a seven-foot-tall green dragon born with massive wings, and the silver dragon that you saw before land is gone. In its place is a seven-and-a-half-foot-tall silver dragon born with massive silver wings dressed in this elegant white toga. Uh, and as you sort of, like, come in turn around, Bacchus turns and goes, Ah, you have new friends. Does your new friend want a drink as well? Uh, hello. Uh, I believe you are the group that I have been... Uh, searching for um, you meet the description at any rate I, I have been sent I'm sorry where are my manners I am the coldest duck before the dawn um, or, or, or Shiva's uh, is probably uh, simpler for you um, I am I am come I am here so where are we currently? The worms, worms rest by the state in the in the Bacchus's, yeah. Bacchus's place. Okay, you're at Bacchus's pad. Sorry, Ellie. Sorry, what, what did Ellie say? We cut her off. I was just gonna say you're not here to kill us, are you? Most new people that we've met lately have tried to kill us. No, uh, quite the opposite. Uh, I require uh, urgent assistance. 
with with what, what exactly? Kind of uh, a little bit of an outplatement. Oh, um, I didn't think that far ahead, actually. Uh, it it uh, would probably be easier if I took you back to my master, uh, who could give you a better uh, idea. Um, I I was kind of just sent uh, and, to get help. And where are you from exactly? Where am I from, dear? <laughs> so shivers, shivers. You, you you do you do know why you're there? Like you've you've been and you've been given specific information to help encourage the the party to come back with you. I mean, you've been you've been sent only because um, Iskander couldn't, only because um, he he's unable to to come at the moment. Um, you've come from uh, a location on the Shattered Isles, um, an old tower known as Zonthar's Tower, or Zonthar's Tower, I should say, which is in one of the lower sections of the Shattered Isles. Um, yeah, you know that Iskander has sent you to say, I'm willing to trade the blue dragon mask. I know they're after the dragon masks. I'm willing to trade the blue dragon mask for my safety. You, you need to get them here. You know that. You, you know that that's the, the deal. There's a, uh, dragon mask involved. I, we, we are currently trying to, uh, work out how it works. Um... Uh, the, we mm, let me start from the beginning. Uh, that would probably be best. Wouldn't it? Can we get out of this sun? It, it's I'm gonna. I'm gonna waddle up to him. <laughs> Fucking bro. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look him up and down with a yeah. stern look. Now, how do we know you're not part of the uh, of the of the uh, cult? Come on oh. now. We've just had a queue in this city. Who the hell are you, huh? As I, I look up I am, and down. I am part of a... Well, cult is a strong word. No, you um, know you're part of a religion. You know you know your organization is known as a religion. <laughs> religion is a better fit than cult. <laughs> I would think. Yeah. Um, just what, just be, to be aware as well, like, I am like a three foot yeah. strong with like oversized clothes. You Take were, me seriously you at your description, uh, by the way. <sighs> well, you're your not group? in the description either, mate. I don't even know who you are. <laughs> I... Now, 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 Jin. No, I'm not Jin, mate. I'm run down Johnny Egon, mate. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Elia sort of seeing this and knowing where Jin's going with this and knowing how Jin operates. It's way too much of a method. Actually. Yes, I think, yeah, that's so one of, one of Jin's character flaws is when he's in character, he gets in character um Elliot's sort of noticing this mafia. oh god Elliot goes yes I think that was a good idea let's let's come in out of the sun Bacchus do you have a maybe one of the private rooms if we're going to be discussing things like this in the open ah yes I, I have one of the private rooms you can come and join me in. and I heard Mira say something about some wine yes I did actually yes. ah, I could tell you had a fierce thirst one which I shall quench young lady well this this cat tabaxi Tabaxi, please. Uh, shivers. 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 Looks parched. Um, Why are you so wrinkly? Why are you so slimy? Touché Good point. There, my friend. Touche yeah. there. Do, do, do you ooze? Is that what is happening? Frequently. I don't really know, to be honest. <laughs> I want an, an oozer and a schmoozer. <laughs> 
Um, Bacchus, Bacchus begins. Yes, come, 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 come with me. I have, I have something for Shivas. I think I have some uh, champagne, some sparkling white wine, a Shivas regal that we could give to Shivas. Oh. Come, 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 come. Thank you. Yes, you uh, good, perhaps good. before we, we get private room, send word to Leosin and the crew that we have. Oh yes, your crew! I shall tell them to come and meet us immediately. They were—they must be parched as well. I believe they had a little bit of a scare. Oh, I, I don't you know, it. Well, when the estate was raided, uh, that's, sorry, that's not his voice. He's more Greek than that. Um, they get me the voice <laughs> in my head. Ah, business snake. There we go. I've got it. When the, estate, when the estate was raided, they came in and took me off. It was terrible. They shackled me. They uh, punched me in the face. They stabbed me with various things. Ah, oh, it was awful. I tried to get them away, but they were too hard to get rid of. And then some of your members, some of your brave people came down and tried to fight too. There was a tiny gnome who was throwing little coins at people. And when the coins touched them, they exploded. I've never seen anything like it. It was intense. Oh. And there was also the, the half-elf who refused to drink with me every time I asked him. He said he was working on the job. He could not drink on the job. Ah, what a square. Anyway, he, he came down and he was punching people and he had like glowing fists. It was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, uh, Professor yes, that was his name. He called his own name as Battlecry. It was very funny. He went, Chris Ward, and then threw lots of coins. And then he tripped on face and, and had uh, to be carried back to ship. But the coins were impressive, no? Did the coins explode or anything? Or were they just sort of projectiles? Uh, when the coins touch people, people explode. Oh. oh. I assume things were not. holding out on me. I'll have to tell him how he did that. So I, so I, he can make an enchant my, my arrows or something. That would be pretty impressive. Oh, that would be, that would be very impressive. Would be quite dangerous, no? What if you managed to, like, jingle arrows in your quiver? They touch each other and poof. Your earth oh. go boom. I don't want to go boom, go boom. No, I don't want to go boom. Those people certainly know we should go boom. But now they fertilize good wine, so no, no loss for everyone. I call it the Uprising Vintage. I think it's a good <laughs> name, no? Definitely, definitely remember. A new definition of bottom bone fertilizer. Literally, bottom bone, exactly. It works very well for vines. They love it. Some of the more experimental varieties, though, are a bit more thirsty. The roots were, like, growing into the bodies. Is that normal? I know I have placed many enchantments on these things. When I say I, when I have paid wizards to put many enchantments on these things. I assume that is good, right? I they think you should get a to look at that. That sounds... I'm, I'm sure that's normal. I think you need a druid. That was for some of the plants that were making uh, making flowers for honey. I was told this would be blood meat. Is that not how that work? I think it's as long as you've been I will keep you posted. Maybe maybe in two years when it is ready, you come back and drink, eh? Okay? We come back and literally drink the blood of our enemies. Oh, little so <laughs> Feed me, Akani. <laughs> um, please, come, come in, come in, come in. I will give you much rest and uh, many drinks. Come, 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 come. Uh, and you are gestured through and, and pushed basically into this uh, into this large antechamber. Uh, off towards the sides, you can see, rather than going into the main tasting area that he has set up that you were last time, he takes you into a smaller private room with a single bar and a number of stools around it uh, and on the wall behind. Uh, less of the more exciting, interesting, random, crazy-looking bottles that he had previously, all of the um, insane alchemical bottles. These look to be much more 
uh, normal looking bottles, as in they are like a single cylinder with a smaller cylinder that liquid comes out of rather than like a collection of random shapes like a glass bow has got the hiccups when they made them. Um, he sits you down and grabs a couple of bottles and places them. I have good red, good white, and good rosé. You drink as you see fit. Please, glasses. Now, wrinkled one. Brunish one. Tell us what is, what is, uh, oh. Is there any chance one of those plates again? You want one plate? I get you one plate. I forget you could not have alcohol. Strips, strips things from inside you, you say. I will get you one plate. It'd be very uncomfortable. I will, I will be right back. He goes to the the door, calls out, One plate! One plate! (laughs) Uh, Probably someone will answer that. Okay. Yeah, now wrinkled one. You were saying things about the uh, cult that we do not like, but you are not part of, you are part of genuine religion, you say. Yeah, well, uh, yes, very compelling, religion. very compelling uh, argument. No, definitely not a cult, uh, a genuine religion. Um, what is, what is the cult? You haven't heard. I may have. The, the, the cult of the dragon. They seem, oh. seem to be rising the world, world of late. Yes. They were yes, in, involved in uprising. They are always known as the children of Timon. Perhaps you've heard of them. Yes, that that is familiar to me. Um, uh, yeah, you, uh, you've been in, your master's been employed by them for the last week, and you've been assisting. Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know that name, Order Order of the Dragon, definitely. Yeah, yeah, but you've been helping out identify this magic item they've asked you to look at. This this weird mask. They uh, they are a cult, you say. And they have been doing bad things. Um, just looks at the window, window at like the the, the, the city of Luxor in the distance. Like, yeah. I'm assuming like smoke. Oh yeah, smoke rising. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm mean, looking out there, and I'm like, yeah, they've done some bad things lately. And now oh. that you think about it, Shivers, they haven't paid you yet. <laughs> this is oh, scum- scumbag. <laughs> just for some context. Wait a second. So you've you've been identifying a magical item and you've been working on what on credit that's ridiculous How is uh, the well i'm um i'm tagging along uh it is my master who uh is doing uh the identification i am um assistant is a strong word uh i am present <laughs> I, am, I am there uh, i am i am an <laughs> I'm an existent rather than an assistant, I think. Um, <laughs> nice. I, so you're squatting uh, in his cave? Yeah. In his bathtub, in fact. No. <laughs> 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 no. Um, Shivers just reaches for whichever wine is the coldest because you can tell that the he's... Like, yeah, he's... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even pour it. He, does, he just uncorks it. And then with his tongue... <laughs> Uh, Bacchus, Bacchus just looks at you and goes I like your style I will get fresh bottle <laughs> for rest of group you, you know your thing cats um, so yes I, I was given a description uh, of your group um, and I was asked uh, look uh, it is probably now that I know that these guys are not quite as Hmm. Sh- Again, from the beginning, we we were hired um, 
by a group who I am now assuming are not the good guys. Um, uh, it's, it's like an episode uh, of fucking what we do in the shadows. It's great. You've got the vibe. You've got the vibe bang on. Uh, Peter, Peter, we're having a house meeting. You want to come up, Peter? I brought you a chicken, Peter. Oh, I yeah, love just that take, movie take so the chicken. Much. Yeah. So good. It's Vampire's just, oh not God. the dishes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you've got the vibe bang on, Raph. Sorry to interrupt. It's just it's brilliant. <laughs> Carry on, please. This is perfect. I'm, in, I'm enjoying this immensely. <laughs> um, we were hired uh, and, frankly, still not paid to um, identify a, a particular uh, mask that they have. Now, I, I don't really understand any of that. I am just there um, as a companion, I suppose. Um, but my master, um, uh, Depth, uh, Deep, Deep or Depth? He goes with either. Yeah. It's just he, a nickname, he, so he doesn't. he's happy with either. Um, he uh, has uh, been trying to work this mask out, but in the process, um, the the tippy-top of the cult leaders that we were dealing with, who it turns out you are supposed to put cult in front of leader um, for these guys, uh, We were ju- he was just the leader, uh, bad guy apparently now, um, who... Uh, how do I explain? Um, he keeps on almost dying. Uh, all of his predecessors, they were all poisoned and they died. Uh, and now he got poisoned, but he didn't die. And now he's really kind of a little upset about it all. And uh, he said that uh, he would give you guys a payment of a mask, the mask that we're trying to work out, um, if you would come and stop him from dying more. That's actually not a bad summary. <laughs> not bad. If I had to roll a D100 for the percentage right, it's a solid 60. So that's that's awesome. In terms of like <laughs> the detail, I love it. It's perfect. This is exactly what your character would say. <laughs> Elias sort of just, looks and goes, I'm not sure about you guys, but I do I do have some questions. Um, yeah. Do you yeah. guys want to go first and then I'll ask mine? I mean, frankly, I also have some questions. Um I'd like it if you had some answers too. I don't know about that. We can we can try. <laughs> do our your master have anything to do with the uh, liberation of um, the knowledge and treasures of uh, a particular dragon in the city at all? Do I and know replacing with about illusions? That? No, uh, we are. We were employed uh, to find out what the mask was doing, or did, uh, and we haven't. And that's that is all. That is all I've been doing. We we they came. They found us on a little island, uh, and they took us. Well, encouraged us, and now we're doing that. Uh, we are not. Am I the bad guy? <laughs> why did they? Why? Why? Why did they t- take you specifically? What, what? What was the interest there? Do you have some some sort of better skills, perhaps? What uh, is this me, blue mask? What can it do? No, so I I do not have the skills. Uh, like I said, my master he has been doing the workings. Um, I am uh, an incompetent companion. 
Uh, Wait, did you say competent or incompetent? I believe yes. Being... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, what, what ways have your, has your master mastered all those stuff, dying? What is, uh, say, say again? Yeah, Matt, you were really glitching then. <laughs> oh, was I? I couldn't hear you over the, my wine sippings. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm sorry, in what what has your master been dying specifically? Um, through just poisoning or...? or oh, um, no, that, that is not my master. That is the man who hired us. I want to make full disclosure here. We are not part of this cult. This is a separate uh, entity to myself. I am not the bad guy. I'm just hired apparently by the bad guys. Um, news to me. Fresh news. Um, they, lot of press. Quite <laughs> lovely, actually. Uh, they're nice people. Um, but yes, the, the man who hired us, who is the leader, cult leader, um, keeps on almost dying. So, you know, that Jorgen, Jorgen Prowl, the human who hired you guys, he, he's fine. It's the second in command, Iskander, the dragonborn, who recently was poisoned and had to come to you. The almost yeah. leader. Uh, <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> been poisoned, uh, but he, he's not dead yet. Uh, at least he wasn't when he sent me out because I was speaking to him and that doesn't happen often unless, you know. Um, so, yeah. It's a good summary. This is confusing. How is You're telling me. Just out of curiosity, if he didn't already mention it. The, the what, sorry? How, do you know how he was poisoned? Uh, yes, uh, he took some poison and then uh, it was poisoned. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I just didn't know what modus operandi was used to poison him. Was it a drinkable poison? Was it a stabbable poison? Was it did he lick the wrong frog? He looks over at Jim. Nice. Uh, do hey, I have any info? Don't bring me the, into this. Don't bring me into um, yeah, so so you you don't know sorry you don't know specifically what he was poisoned with, but you were able to recognise some of the symptoms, and so that's how you were able to stabilise him. Not because you knew what the poison was, but because you were familiar with some of the symptoms. Um, you think it's something he ingested. A lot of his symptoms were very gastrointestinal. Um, the bleeding from the eyes that that threw you a bit. You weren't really sure what was going on there, but you just dabbed at that very gently and it stopped after a while. So you figured like, okay, well, that's problem solved. Um, Clearly less important. Yeah. And with the anal bleeding, same thing. You just shoved lots of like linen down his pants and just hoped that would stop. And it did eventually. Yeah. Yeah. The the adult diapers, they did the job. Um, We, uh, he ate uh, or drank uh, something um, that made him... Uh, attempt to not live but he got better sort of he's not he's not doing well but he's not dead okay mm. so we're thinking this was an assassination attempt rather than oh an yes oh, oh, oh yes either somebody above him or somebody below him uh, wants him dead uh, they have you know it's starting to make more and more sense that these guys might be the bad guys actually now that I think about that mm. uh yeah, nuances. Um, uh, so the uh, somebody below him obviously wants his position. Um, 
and somebody above him doesn't want him to get any more position. Sounds like the cult is not doing inside. As why all this for someone's only second in command? That doesn't make sense to me. You know that is also a valid question. Um, maybe it's happening all the way up and down the command, and it just happens to be that the second one is the one that I he needed my help. You was it? You didn't poison him to, you know, get a position of assistant or? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Him. Uh, Shana can roll an insight <laughs> check insight. if Shana wishes to. Insight check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that this is the first insight check you guys have rolled. Just want to point that out. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first yeah. One. Okay. With two and in Ralph's character. 19, Shana. Yeah, so far, like, this character, this this person who's appeared shivers, um, seems to be a little bit confused, maybe a little bit, bit of a headache, a bit of heat stroke from being out in the sun. Um, but so far, everything they've said, they believe. Definitely. They wholeheartedly. And you get the, when he says emphatically, like, oh, no, I'm not part of the group. Are they the bad guys? Oh, that's, oh, I didn't know that. Like, you do believe him. He, he does seem to be very genuine in those moments. Um, Elia looks at your sort of, like, outfit a little bit more, shivers and goes, your, your group, the group that you do belong to, the religious movement. Yes. Shattered Isles, you say? I'm guessing you spend a lot of your time in a ziggurat? Oh, yes. I like those. And your mistress would be Sulthai? Yes. Yes, I wondered that. Um, do, you, do you follow her as well? Uh, no, uh, I, I worship the platinum dragon Bahamut, but... Um, that's very interesting. That makes a lot of sense now with your with your attitude. Would you like to share or would you like me to give the group a quick overview of more Secris? Oh, uh, no, yes, uh, you, by all means. I, I quite enjoy hearing uh, other people's takes on um, my uh, heartfelt religion. Please. I feel like this is a trap and I'm going to uh, not walk into it. Please tell us about your beliefs. I, I was just going to give a very brief overview about your organisation and where you where you are, which is the Shattered Isles. Um, it, it's a fairly small religion by a, a number of other standards, but a very devout following, very very devout. Um, a number of races, primarily Tabaxin and Leonin, given its position uh, in the Shattered Isles, but um, they worship Sulthai, the goddess of undeath. She's lovely. Sorry, the goddess of Undeath? Yes. <laughs> wait, wait, what? How is that possible? Well, you see, you you, uh, you die and then you uh, you undie. And that's that's the bit where I come in. They might need a bit more clarification, Shivers. I, for, for those of you who are not used to your tenants, they do find this concept quite shocking. Uh, most people's exposure to things like necromancy and undeath are rather negative experiences and i and i don't want that to be a reflection of your your religion because i i don't believe Uh, it is a negative experience and i want to make sure they understand that it certainly is not um it's it's quite holy it is uh it is our gift to the world um basically uh people die um 
as they're supposed to, but uh, when when the soul comes back, when uh, when uh, the reincarnation happens, um, we it is important to facilitate uh, a reunion um, of, of sorts. Uh, so that's where we come in, and we we reunite um, the old body with the soul, um, and they can experience that with them walking and uh they don't talk very much more the walking and, and that's a positive experience oh yes wouldn't you like to know who you were what was that sorry lucky a positive experience for them as well as yourself well yes as the one who can facilitate um this part of the religion um to, to help, to guide, um, to to pass on the, the knowledge, it is. I am very proud of what I what I do. Okay, and, and when they come back, they can talk. Yes. No. No. That, so, uh, but they so could just talk chilling talk. around. Yeah, uh, it's it's a nuanced thing. Um, it is difficult to explain, I suppose, to to people not part. There of are it. there are some beliefs that we have to discuss for to be able to make sense of this, and, I, and I'll do my best to clarify. But please step in if I get anything wrong. I, I know this in a scholarly perspective, not in a, a follower of the religion. You believe that when you die, you come back, you are reborn in a new body with a new uh, a new form. But that body that you left behind is still yours, correct? It's just you've, oh, yes. you've left it. Yes. So they believe that your previous bodies, that once you've died and been reborn, that previous body is still your property. I, I know it's not the, quite the right word. I'm just trying to explain it for them. I know it's a much more holy experience for you, Shivers. They believe it's their, their still still their vessel, I think is the word, vessel? I think that's That's the, Yes, correct, yes. And so what the priests of Sulfai do with more sacrum is they spend time with, with the children when they reach uh, adulthood and help them locate their past. Oh, it's not adulthood, it is. It's when they're quite young. They they help them find their past body, reincarnate it. Well, I say reincarnate. They, they rise it. We, we yes. Do they bring it back from the dead. The body is preserved upon death. So when you die, your body is preserved and partially mummified. And, and then when a child... Uh, gets old enough, they go with the priests and they locate their previous body, the body they used to have, and then I believe you set it in, in clay and, and stone and things like that to make it almost like a golem kind of construct, well, right? encased, yes. Encased, protected. Uh, protected, yes. And then the child is taught the uh, raised dead spell and they bring that body back to accompany them on the rest of their journey. And yes, each... and they, they have the, themselves to be their friends forever. Uh, Yes. Uh, I have I have a question. Uh, so, and that person is away. Yes. Does that mean there's just a line of golems? No, just... this is not like uh, some bizarre spiritual conga line. Um, they do. <laughs> um, it, it, it is just one generation. Um, that would get oh, far too complicated. <clears throat> I just thought because that would that would be a lot. A lot. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Thank you for clarifying. No worries. I, I, it can sound strange to people who are not part of the faith. I, uh, I understand. I, I myself, when I first read about this, um, 
was quite confused for a while. I, I met with one of your priests, uh, ooh, about 213, 14 years ago, and I imagine the religion has sort of evolved and adapted a little bit since then, but um, it sounds Religions like... Religions really do. Yes. It sounds like the main tenets are still still strong, and yes. You, you, uh, you don't have your uh, previous vessel with you, no, uh, I I did not die very well uh, previously. Um, there was not enough to bring back. Um, it it happens. Um, it is disappointing, and it is one of the main reasons why I uh, became a priest in the first place. Um, I could not be facilitated, so I will facilitate. It's Lots of your unrecoverable body is it Pardon? sealed away in... do you still have oh, the, the parts no. of the no there, there, there was a foot um uh, that it was a bad fire it ah, was a very so... bad fire oh. sorry to hear that um and owen oh, does shana think yeah <laughs> this is sort of something that um flesh mold might be able to help them out with flesh mold like, you know, if you still have the foot, oh, can she build a body? <laughs> can she build a body out of the foot? Um, that's a good question. Uh, flesh molding as far as you know, because you've only sort of seen it in action once or twice. What it seems to do is take existing tissue and modify it and change it. It's not adding or removing tissue. It's only changing and modifying what's already there. To, to add tissue, it needs to take it from somewhere else or, or, or already have existing tissue. So... Because your knowledge of flesh molding is so rudimentary and very secondhand at this point, you're it, probably in your mind, Shana's like, hmm, if I get this foot, I'm one step closer to bringing back Shana. <laughs> or bringing back Lyra, sorry. You're probably in your mind, you're like, yeah, hmm, maybe. But you just don't know enough about flesh molding. It, it's such a new thing that you've been exposed to. Um, Elia. <laughs> Ellie sort of nods and goes, right, I'm, I'm still confused. So I, I know there are a number of specialists in magic who work for the priesthood for more sacrus. Your master, you called him Deeps or Depths. Um, you're not talking about... Uh, what was that name again? I, I swear I heard it once before. Um, was it Deepest Depths or Hidden hidden in Deepest? Yes. Hidden yes, in Deepest him. Depths. You, you yes. Yes, yes, I, I, I have heard of him before. Quite a, quite a skilled uh, arcanist. Um, yes, he is. Yes, I, I didn't realize he joined your order. I, I, as far as I knew, he was still uh, working uh, in one of the sanctums on the Shattered Isles with the uh, with the Tabaxi um, Arcanum. I, oh. when, when did he convert? I do not know. I've never asked. Very interesting. Well, that makes sense why they would go for. They'll go for deeps. That's interesting. I'm surprised he agreed without asking more questions. Well, what, what was this interaction like? How, how were you sold on this idea? Was it? How is it presented to you? What what, what did they offer you in return? Well, for... Frankly, it, it wasn't presented to me. It was presented to uh, my master. Uh, yes, I, I am just uh, well. I I am better than a messenger boy, but. I, we are not equals. He, he tells me what to do, and I do the things. It's a it's a very honoured position to be working with with Deeps. Are you interested in Ar- Arcana as well, or is it more 
uh, you're there to keep him safe or to... Well, uh, a little of column A, a little from column B. I am his uh, companion. I uh, find all things necromatic uh, very, um, very interesting. Um, but I uh, just do what I can, where I can. Interesting. Well, if you're one of the priesthood of Sothai, then I imagine you're quite a gifted spellcaster yourself. Oh, I, I don't know. I, I can do a few spells, yes. For, for, for the rest of you, you should know that the, the priesthood of Sothai are very, very highly trained in a number of, uh, of magics that other groups um, would consider forbidden or uh, dark. <laughs> it, they believe that these things are not inherently evil. It's what people do with them. So I, th- oh, I think one of the tenets... Indeed. I believe one of the tenets of your order is no knowledge is forbidden, Correct. That is true. No knowledge should be forg- forbidden. How do you... <laughs> Forgive you a forbid- bit of a Freudian slip there. <laughs> <laughs> how, how could you... If you forbid knowledge, then you do not learn how to control it. That is how the problems start. It, absolutely. I, I, right, so you've you've been sent here by a member of the Order of the Dragon. Um, yes. You said it was a dragon born. Yes. He's scared of being poisoned, or has been poisoned, and, he, and he's fearing for his life. He came to you yes, because no. he didn't trust anyone else? Oh, yes. So we're, as uh, not part of uh, the uh, order, um, as outsiders, uh, we, I guess, have no reason to plot against him. Okay. Uh, not that he is aware of. And he told you to seek out the Tempest Guild, the, these... These people yes, this you. is true. He, he said, um, find these people, uh, gave me descriptions, all except for the, the little one with the, the excretions. Um, he was not on the list. Um, and uh, then, I, then I got kind of, they, they zapped me over here. And uh, here I am. So they knew to teleport you here? Yes. Right. Well, sort of. Actually, yes, that's well. Uh, not a, not here. Here, uh, I had to uh, d- find out where exactly you were uh, in town uh, or around about, which was tricky because everyone was kind of running around, being a little bit hurt. Um, yes, that was the uh, cult. Um, if you were wondering, the people who have tried to employ you. Oh, in case you were wondering, that's that's their uh, doing. Yes, yes. I was not wondering, but I'm now wondering and concerned. Uh, that makes sense, considering, I mean, obviously the cult knew we were in the city. We, we were operating there only up until recently. Um, so, yes. so for them to send you here, they, they must have gotten it out pretty quickly. But that doesn't make sense. Why someone from the cult who we're actively fighting against, against want to want to employ us? They, they, he said... Uh, specifically, uh, they he knew there was a mask. The mask you wanted. Uh, he said you would work for the mask. I, I am the messenger boy. It's a good point, Yerveth. I mean, from what Shivers has told us, it sounds like this man, this dragonborn, is fearing for his life. He fears that the cult are trying to kill him, or people within the cult are trying to kill him, and so he's willing to turn on them. It could also be a trap. That's a very convenient bait to dangle in Ooh, front of you. 
I am not. Uh, I am not affiliated with this group in any way. I uh, am not trapping uh, anyone. Oh, no, no, Shivers. I, I, I don't well, think you're. Shivers, here. there's one way for us to be very sure of that. Do you mind if I cast a spell? What is the spell? It will compel you to tell the truth. Oh, um, yes, sure. Elia closes her eyes and begins tracing in the air, using her claws, these sigils that begin spinning around. As light begins to filter from her fingers and spread out, this orb radiates around you and creates this dome surrounding you with light. Uh, Could I have everyone who wants to resist this effect? If you want to resist it, you can roll a wisdom saving throw. If you do not wish to resist it, if you let this happen, you do not need to roll anything. I need to know, is anyone resisting this effect? The zone of truth. Yes, I'm going to have to resist this pretty hard. Okay. Well, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he had you. He had you for a second. I saw. I saw Matt just go. For podcasters, like, yeah. For podcasters, is eyes wide open, curious face. Uh, no. So you choose to. Yep. You choose to fail. Um. While you are in this zone, um, all of you are compelled to tell the truth to the best of your ability when asked a direct question. Lockie rolls a natural one. <laughs> Shana's rolled a sixteen. Shana, you fail. Lockie, you fail. Yerveth, you pass with a twenty-one. But Shana and Lockie both fail. Lockie with a natural one. Lockie, you're so compelled to tell the truth that you you actually, for the oh, no, moment, yeah, you yeah. actually. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm with you on this one. I'll you've forgotten what lies are for this point. Like it's the, the power, the magic has short circuited part of your database. The concept <laughs> of deception is temporarily locked out from your like running access memory. You cannot access this particular part of your programming. You are incapable of deception until I tell you otherwise. Oh, no. It's, right, it's not going to be too. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> um, Shivs, do you mind if I ask you some questions? No. This dragonborn who came to you. Yes. Was he deathly ill? Was he genuinely, oh. genuinely poisoned? Yes, he was leaking the blood from all of the orifices. That's enough. I don't need to know anymore. Thank you. I staunched it to the, the anal yes, one. Was thank quite bad. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Did it look like he genuinely feared for his life? Yes. He seemed terrified of the fact that his anus and all the other bits were bleeding. Did you know Did you know any of what we've told you about the Cult of the Dragon, their involvement with darker paths and solutions? Did you know any of this when you worked with? No. I, I mean, I, I'm still technically employed, so it's work with, but... They seem... But before today, you had no idea about any of their involvement in, in these... Oh, they, they, they all seem lovely, except for all the poisonings. <laughs> Very true. And you have no reason to bring any of these people into a trap. You have no reason to hurt them. Personally, no. I, I was uh, asked to bring them, so I have, I have in the process of the bringing of them. The mask that you and your master have been working with. Could you describe it for me, please? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it is a blue mask made of scales from what looks to be a blue dragon. It is impervious to damage, as far as you have seen, in the shape of a open dragon's mouth, stylized with this uh, blue dragon's mouth. Uh, it's impervious to damage. It radiates a very strong aura of magic that is inscrutable, according to your master. Uh, should I should I just do it in your voice for the? Do you want me to just yeah, go, go on? Do, do okay. Voice. <laughs> yes, it is inscrutable. I have no no idea what the mask does. It is covered in in lots of scales. It is very blue, 
very blue, bluer than bluer than sky, and it's it's very strong magic. But no magic we know. We do not know how magic works. And it, uh, I scratch it, no scratch. Every time, I hit it, no hit. Look like dragon go ah. And he uses this pause to make like a, a chomping mouth. There you go. Is that, is that how is that? That's bloody beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Pass back over. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I love that we've already got a my anus is bleeding reference and Raph's only been on the stream for an hour. <laughs> Didn't take long. Very well. Does anyone have any other questions? The spell is still active for the moment. Does anyone have any questions for Shivers? Are you going Are you to kill us? Resurrect the body. Second half, only if you want to. Uh, first part, no, I don't kill. That's the exact opposite of what I want. I reverse death. Doing. <laughs> yeah, I do the. I don't do the death bit. I do the bit where the death stops. That makes sense. Sort of. Can can you resurrect a warforge? I would like to try. It's a good question. That's a really good question. I'll have to have a solid think about that. I'll get back I to mean, you. I, yeah. I was dead for a while. Revivify work on Warforged? Revivify, yes. That's a good question. I'll think about that. I imagine Raised Dead may well work on a Warforged. Would it work on a giant forged, however, because Loki has no organic components. He is 100% inorganic. So, I, I, I was out of commission and dead for a long time. Yeah. And I guess I was revivified, but it was from, from Lyra's magic. I may have just found an extra feature I need to add to the giant forged... Uh, custom race page <laughs> think about that yep okay cool cool, cool. She, was, she was a kind self uh, are you okay lucky i am working at 100 percent functionality <laughs> fantastic um elliot nods yes on your scales are a little bit scary oh wait wait where around around your haunts okay uh sh- shivers i did have a sh- Yes. What, 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 what is your method for finding winning soul? How do you, how do you find an individual who has been reincarnated? What is the method? The, the, the method of, of finding the dead person? Yes, yeah, so someone who has passed, and then you said that you bring the reincarnated individual to their deceased belongings. Yes. If that's all correct. Yes. How, how, what, is the, what is the method for finding, finding the individual? Well, it's, it's a little... Uh, hmm. It is somewhat nuanced, but we we categorize everybody who uh, comes through. They, Literally they everybody. <laughs> uh, we we have a very large uh, catacombs in Azigurat. Uh We we have little toe taggies. They decorate them and put them on the toes. Um, yep. Everybody loves those. Um, I do and... a little smiley face on someone. I do it. <laughs> a little cat going meow. <laughs> oh, it's like those illuminated texts, like the really large first letter. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's it. That's it. Uh, um, and uh, basically, we we take uh, the children up and down the rows um, until uh, they they have a certain connection with um, the person that they come to. You do also look for things like shared body marks or markings, uh, scars that might carry across. Um, and proficiencies as well. If uh, if a person was very dexterous in their in their life and then dies, you your religion teaches that they probably will maintain some of that skill 
in their next life as well. So there's a there's a, a process of keeping a very uh, intense record, a very structured record of each person's life. Um, and when they die, that's kept with them, and it's compared to the child's upbringing and how they've gone as well. So it's it's it's, it's a mix of scientific and spiritualistic kind of approach. Yeah, yeah proof of uh, nature over nurture. Interesting. Here I was thinking that you that you were versing in nature, yet you you seem to respect it. I am int- intrigued. Absolutely, uh, the the natural way is is the only way. Um, you know, if if a death occurs, a death occurs. But um, I mean, there is always ways around that. Hmm. Well, I have no further questions. But if there are no questions, I, I do not uh, wish to presume or to rush your group, but, um, you know, uh, I feel as though this is somewhat pressing. Uh, I'm not, we can't uh, zippy-zap back there. Um, we have to uh. walk uh, because uh, they know uh, that I left and I don't think that they were terribly happy about it. Uh, the rest of the group, which, you know, I really am starting to put the pieces together. These guys are, might not be the good guys. Wait, 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 what do you mean the others were happy that you left? After? Oh, the, the, the rest of uh, the cult, uh, those who uh, were actively trying to kill um, the, this particular fellow. Um, oh, so, the, so you know who did it? Is that what you're saying? Oh, yes. It could be anyone else in the cult. Oh, <laughs> so literally everyone, everyone else. Okay. Yes, I have a suspect I'm list. Sure I have suspect I list. It is very sure. long. <laughs> I am okay. almost entirely certain that the Dragonborn did not do it. Okay, because he was one who was poisoned. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> who would make their well, anus bleed in such a way? <laughs> no sane person. <laughs> you don't have to walk. My understanding of the, the world is limited, but, but I believe the Shires is across the sea. So that may be tricky to walk to. Well, walk and swim. <laughs> <laughs> He's just going to fucking, like, Galadriel in the Rings of Power, just swim back to Middle-earth. <laughs> just like, yeah, I almost made it to the Undying Lands, but you know what? No, I'm just going to swim back to Middle-earth now. I, was, I literally watched an episode, episode yesterday, I'm like, what? What? What is happening here? What a she woman. Swim back. What yeah, a woman. Just... She's like, I'm going to swim back. No, I'm swimming back. Fucking amazing. My yeah. respect for Galadriel went from here to like infinity. Like she's like, yeah, do you know what? My, my GD to Middle Earth's not done. I'm going to swim back now. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> I'm back. what a legend. Yeah. yeah. Love her. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And now she's in Numenor. Uh, Spoilers. Sorry. Um, uh, oh my God. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> it's amazing. Um, Elia sort of nods and goes, right, well, I, you're probably in for a bit of a surprise, Shivers. Um, you won't be travelling by swimming or walking. Um, I think you'll be able to travel by air. Oh. On, on you? No. Uh, unfortunately, I will still have to, to remain behind. I have, uh, I have much to do here in the city. Um, it is in, in quite a high level of disarray. But this group of Adventurers here are uh, the proud owners of an airship which has just been uh, paid off by the Draconic Council. It is 100% their airship now. Oh, uh, congratulations. <laughs> that is fun. 
It may not look it, but my wrong friend friend here is very happy about it. I believe you. Uh, Jared, Jared, who's uh, currently packing, nods. The grung nods, like, really emphatically. Yes. Yes, oh, there he is, he's back. <laughs> Amazing. At that moment, Leosin bursts into the room. Um, for uh, for Raph, for, for Shivers, you see an elven gentleman, uh, quite tall, uh, very lithe, with uh, very slightly pointed ears. So, uh, sorry, I should say half-elven gentleman. Um, black hair tied back into a ponytail, um, dressed in what looked to be very... Um, uh, very like uh, monk-esque robes, so short sleeves uh, cut to the cut to the very top of the arms, but with an undersleeve, uh, almost like a, a long sleeve shirt underneath that wraps over around his middle fingers and creates almost like a half glove. Dressed in sort of blues and uh, and pale whites, as he rushes in, and goes, "Oh my god, you're all alive and okay. Fuck me, don't do that to me again." Ah, Yerveth, Shana, Jin, Mira, Lucky. Wrinkled oh. cat. Hello. Hello. I am Shivers, uh, the, the coldest stack before the dawn. Uh, Leosin. Hi. Hello. Nice nice to meet you. Uh, so the city's on fire. Um, airship's fine. I'm sure you were wondering about that. Uh, everyone's okay. We're, we're, we're fine. We're fine. Um, yes, but wow, uh, that was sudden. I... I'm guessing your mission to the city met with uh, some resistance. <laughs> I will waddle. Yeah. I will waddle up to him. Oh, for fuck's sake, Jin! What have you become now? Oh, hello there, mate. So, um, just letting you know that we've paid off the airship. It's completely paid off. Oh, um, wow! Firstly, fantastic. That's excellent news. Uh, goodness me! Uh, congratulations. Uh, well, I'm guessing the mission all went well in the end, then. Well, it was a bit of a uh, tough one and all, but we pulled through all right, mate. Great. Uh, that's fantastic. Uh, uh, my goodness, that's... that's. I just feel stress lifting, lifting off my shoulders. Uh, <laughs> I feel a bit lighter. That's, uh, that's great. I mean, we were under crushing debt, and I was trying not to sort of make it obvious to you guys, but it was crushing. I oh, know. I'm the Genuine. only one who's actually paid attention to that, and I look at, I turn around and gaze at each of my compatriots. Yes. Anywho, um, perfect. Well, the issue's paid off. That's great news. Uh, we can use uh, that money that we are getting for other things. That that's great. I. I oh, that's awesome. Azura will be Azura will be spending that money. I'm sure, but I have I have temporarily uh, locked his accounts, so he should not be able to talk oh, to the bank perfect. and risk get any money out for the moment. It's not that I don't it's, trust him. It's, he just gets excited. He was talking about uniforms and trying to get like custom uniforms made for everyone. And he'd drawn this picture of what Shana could wear. And it was this long, thin, almost like a scarf that you could crawl up inside. It's very sweet, but very impractical. Uh, I genuinely, like, I tried to explain that you probably couldn't move while in that because it would prevent you from being able to actually slither because you've got no contact Hold with the ground. Miley. Yeah. Leo, um, it's, it's, it's good to see you too. It's yes, it's really good to see you guys are okay. Um hi, uh you've picked up a new friend. Welcome to the Tempest Hello. Adventuring Guild. Do I do I get him a badge or I think he's badges? already affiliated with uh, another organization. Uh yes. Well, loosely affiliated with one organization and also part of a religion. Yeah. Right, okay. Either one not quite eligible yet. Oh. No, I understand. 
Because <laughs> Leosa doesn't know how long you've known him, and he looks, he's like, and then mouths, I'm so sorry to you guys. <laughs> it's just, like, la- last time when you ever, that like, you just brought this elf out of the jungle, and he was like, I just, I'm... Just, I I'm... <laughs> this one was, he was employed by the cult for a start, and his religious. Oh, wow. Um... That's okay. I'll keep I'm that in very mind. Religious. Very religious. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, it's a very help. specific religion. It's not like, you know, <laughs> oh, you go to heaven. It's, it's, just, it's just a lot of people. There is no heaven. It. You come back and you are zombie. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> much more better. Yeah, much more better. <laughs> um. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, uh, uh, no further questions. I, I, I genuinely don't want to know any more about that. I feel like if I ask questions, uh, I'm just. How, how are the crew? How's everyone going? Yes. How's everyone fair? Good. Yes. Arvel. Um, Arvel was fucking fierce. Uh, he, um, he, <laughs> he bit uh, a man's hand off, a dragonborn's hand off. Uh, oh. I did not know Leonin. Uh, you know how he always seems like such a calm, rational individual. Uh, turns out when he's pissed. You don't want to be in front of him. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know if he swallowed it. I had to turn away. Uh, I, and I haven't asked. It's too awkward. Um, Griswold had some weird things. He was throwing these metal discs that when they touch people cause people to explode a bit. Um, it turns out that was his entire stock of them. Um, he was sh- going to show them to Lockie at some uh, some aspect he pulled out of some engine, he thinks. He was calling it some sort of um, giant's engine or giant's... Combust, combustion oh. engine and um he got a bit I, I don't know it was weird like there was a weird energy when when they arrived and i think we were all a bit affronted at when they attacked bacchus who's just so lovely and like he he basically said he'd come willingly and then they just started attacking him and bacchus goes yes that was less than good bits i did not enjoy that very much yeah and i mean arvel just like roared and that kind of like fired everyone up uh, Grisha, yeah, it was like punching people, obviously. Uh, yeah, it was intense. And Griswold just ran out screaming his name. Like, literally just running, going... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Back yeah. Told, told us that was good. Yeah, it was... Yeah, I don't know what that was about. But, um... Yeah. Uh, and then he tripped and hit his head, and he knocked himself unconscious. So, that was less than great. But, um, we, we got through it okay. Um, the... The, the the helpers your your staff Bacchus were able to help us keep the airship protected and then uh, I mean obviously you offering to trade uh, large amounts of wine for them leaving the airship alone was great uh, they didn't take that offer obviously so we ended up having to to take off in the airship we took a number of the staff with us and we just went on a little trip around the mountains and then came back and parked when we uh, got the message of the all clear but uh, you'll be pleased to know the uh the item uh, that we've been keeping safe downstairs is still intact, Shandra. I imagine that's probably been on your mind a fair bit. Can you? Sorry, uh, Ali. Maybe more than a little bit. Uh, good to know. Yes, um, but no, that that is fine. We've kept that safe. Um, well, uh, Shivers, is it? Are you are you joining us on a on a little jaunt? Are you? Uh, you you are all uh, joining me, apparently. Um, Great. Well, um, Shivers, I welcome you aboard an air of decency when we, when we get there to our airship. Uh, we do have a spare crew cabin. I can probably 
set you up in, in one of the cabins if you've got some and then looks and notices that you have nothing with you just the clothes you're wearing um i have my wow stuff. you've you've traveled light yeah yeah oh we will find somewhere that you can put that stuff down safely if you wish okay if you want i <laughs> i don't want to press you at all i uh, no, um i i traveled uh light as you said um i think literally actually yeah uh jd you're gonna stay like that this whole time because it's really annoying why am i telling the truth all the time what is going on and then elia looks and goes oh um right yes cancels the spell <laughs> he goes into a pause and goes wow um sorry jin i don't mean to didn't mean to be rude <sighs> that's all right mate look this is getting a little bit uh too slimy for my liking anyway um so then with that, I'll quickly, I'll sort of start shifting and morphing my body um, and turn back into my half-elf form. So shivers, you watch as this white flesh begins to flow over his body and as he slowly takes on this very androgynous, amorphous form of this this humanoid but with yellow eyes and a white white skin tone that very slowly starts bleeding into, into a paler skin colour um, before taking on a, a slightly tanned elven appearance with long brown hair, Brown eyes, I think, Jin as well. Have you got brown? You've got auburn hair and auburn yeah, eyes, I think. Yeah, yeah. like a uh, sort of amberish, sort of browny brown yeah. eyes. Um, takes on this uh, high elven appearance. He is sort of growing and stretching into the elven form. He gets a little bit taller uh, and then stands before you in his guise as Illyrian. <sighs> this feels better. Oh? What? Oh, hi there. What? Lovely Not... to make your acquaintance. Hi. Uh, hello. I am oh, Shivers. Yes. Ah, lovely to meet you, Jin. Yes, I was the, well, run-down um, sort of Johnny sort of, I guess. Interesting fellow. What? Lovely to make your acquaintance, like I said before. I give him a bow, like very, uh, sort of like theatrical bow. She was <sighs> kind of like looking at the others to see if there's any, like, reaction as to what the fuck has just happened. Yeah, we're all just kind of like... Chilling out now. Like, yeah. As he does That's that, okay. as he as he's looking around, not looking at me, I cast minor illusion and sort of have me talk behind his ear. Oh, don't fret, little one. It's okay. Don't be so nervous. Shivers drops his bottle of wine on the floor. <laughs> uh, lucky by this point, Shivers has been like licking away, and it is fairly empty as it drops and shatters. As he goes to drop, yep. I use Mage Hand to just scoop it up just as it's about to hit the ground Whoa, can you can you make me a dexterity check to see how good you are at that that's uh, can I do let's slide of hand you can do slide of hand i'll allow slide of hand absolutely 20 20 uh, um nice. you watch as part of Jin's shadow rises up forming into this black hand leaking shadow catches the bottle and then rises up and passes it to you <laughs> here you go there friend oh. what are you uh, spilling any you are fascinating i like you this is a fun one I ah. like the fun one. Ah, good. That's what everyone said. All my life, I'm sure. Leosin looks towards Mira, Lockie, and you have a thing goes, oh my god, is that another convert to that weird... Are, are they seriously going to get someone else to worship that god of theirs? They're going to outnumber <laughs> us before too long. What, what, what god is this? I, I have a feeling that this religion will win out. It's, it's yeah, a, yeah. Um, I agree with, with Lockie on that. Out of the necromancy and whatever that is. I don't know what I'd choose. And, oh, no. Oh, I thought it was still up. Whoops. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if like I might mutter under our breath, not for long, but no one will probably hear that. 
<laughs> really high. Oh. Oh, I don't know about that. What's your passive perception? Yeah, but my passive perception is twenty twenty one. Yeah, I mean <laughs> <laughs> twenty one passive perception. It's pretty high. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> um, Leoson sort of nods and goes, "Well, um, I, I did as I was coming in. I did hear you mention that it was time was of the essence. Shivers, is that what you were saying?" Yes. Uh, I don't know if the person who sent me is still alive again or, or has, has stopped being alive again. Right. Well, where are we headed to? Uh, yes. Oh, and where are we going? <laughs> <laughs> the Shattered Isles. You know, specifically you're headed to the isle, uh, the, the island of Vesharlas. Uh, V-E-S-H-A-L-A-S. I'll type it in chat yeah. for you. Vesharlas. Vesharlas. Please. Um, it's, it's basically, um, it's one of the tiny islands near the larger island where you've spent most of your life. It's between Oceania. Yep. Yeah. Nailed it. It's oh, between yeah. between Oceania and the Shattered Isles. It's one of the tiny sort of islands, uh, n- quite not too far away from the Elemental States. Yeah, um, and you know that's where you were where you were taken, and, and then they teleported you inside the tower. We're going to that place. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, well, I'll I'll get our navigator to to liaise with you, and we'll get that sorted. Uh, was there anything else the rest of you needed to do, or is it do we need to head off soon? Shana have enough time to just strike up like a very preliminary business deal before she leaves. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of already have a very vague business deal in place. Um, ah, the business, Nick. You come to discuss terms of agreement with Wayne. Yes, I understand you are building tavern in Oxen Oxenfortis Oxenfort Oxenfort Oxenfort. About right. Ah, and you need you need the best wine. Like the best wine, the best yeah. wine there is. Well, I mean, you know, there's Oxenford is lots of wine, but something that's very good is going to be a massive point of difference. Especially if I can get some of those cool bottles thrown in. Ah, uh, yes, you you mentioned before you want cool bottles thrown in as a, as a little present to help get people interested for top shelf goods. I think we can give you some more experimental wines. Very good, very good. I think we can comply. I will speak with your with your business business leader back in Oxenfurt. I believe you have uh, you have contact details for one Azur. I will reach out to him and we will organize payments and organize uh, transport of delicious wine. That sounds wonderful. I think so too. I make money, you drink wine. It's perfect. Everybody win. Yeah, and you and you sell wine and make money as well. It's uh, how is this not perfect? Everyone should be in economics drinking wine. And uh, yes, the drinking wine I think is the best part. Yes, drink, drinkonomics, I call it. Made it uh, back to the other side relatively unscathed, mostly, somewhat. Hmm, Indeed, I think we can do that. Very good, I will discuss things with this Azure. And you have other colors working for you also? No, just just Azure. Thank you, thank you. I know it was a slow burn, I know. <laughs> what about Crimson? You have Crimson with you? No, all right. We'll let that joke die. Uh, <laughs> all other colours. Yep. I'm going to pick Salmon. You're going to pick Salmon? Uh, yeah, or Sea Mist. Sea Mist. I think they might have a cousin named Cerulean. Cerulean, oh. nice. Leosa looks up and goes... I'm on my work. One is Azura and one is Indigo. 
indigo nice um awesome all right <clears throat> with that i'll do a little bit of a i'll do a bit of a description you guys head back to the airship it is indeed in fairly good nick there's one or two arrows sticking out of the hull as you approach you can see grisha this half orc woman pulling the assertions half orc this uh, maloran orc pulling the arrows out uh for those of you who might not remember or might not be familiar with the maloran orcs there are no half orcs on nostea they are maloran orcs um they're a specific subset of orc that betrayed or turned against grumush or grumush the uh the god who created them and instead followed malora the elven goddess of the wilds uh they now are much taller much slighter than most other orcs um greenish blue skin almost like an aqua aquatic colored skin uh and very slight amounts of um very slight amounts of webbing between their fingers as well very small amounts of webbing this is a custom race that you can play if you want to it's in DD beyond and on the wiki feel free to play as this custom race if you wish to um the other interesting thing about them is that they are covered in tattoos that depict the stories of their lives great deeds they've accomplished grisha you can see has a very fresh tattoo upon her arm it's actually still quite red and she has partially covered it with some dressing as you guys approach she really quickly like undoes the bandaging and goes guys check out this look I chopped off a man's head from 30 paces with some sort of like like weird metal thing that Griswold had. He said it was like a delicate instrument, but I threw it at full pelt and it, it knocked a dragonborn's head off. And look, I've tattooed it right here. And Sharaf, ah. as you look, <laughs> you can see. Ah, blood, blood sister. That is a perfect tattoo. Just as good as mine. And I sort of rip, rip mine a little bit from my chest. Still find so your just nod. claims as a as an orc. It's oh, one of the blood kings spurious. But you Go have the tattoo. To Drifthaven. They will vouch for me. Mm. Anyway, who's the who's the naked cat? Hello, I'm Shivers. Hi, you can call me Grisha. Are you are you, are you getting more crew? Who's being replaced? Oh no, I, I've uh, hired these lovely people um, to stop uh, the poisonings. She just gives you a look, nods. Great, well, that's, look, I'll keep getting the ship ready then. Reaches up and begins <laughs> trying to pull out the arrow once more. <laughs> Leosin comes back and, like, hurries you along. Shivers is like, yes, yes, yes. Uh, yep, come, 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 come. Let's get you on board the ship. Um, you can see, yeah, the, the aerodecency is this large, um, almost like a large, um, I was about to say schooner. Is that right? Schooner. Hmm. Yeah, large schooner. In my mind, I was like, I was just thinking of beer because I was looking at the beer that I was drinking and I'm like, schooner? That can't be right. I'm thinking of beer. But no, it is. It's a large schooner. Um, uh, so double masted and the masts themselves uh, are on a bit of a Y-shaped angle and the sails come down around the sides to capture the wind. And you can see at the back two large engines strapped um, that are slowly letting out little pulses of heat every so often that create this sort of like moving barrage effect behind the airship. Um, made of wood uh, and very very well decorated it's beautifully carved it looks like it's been in fairly good nick you can see those shivers a few places where there are massive claw marks down the front starboard bow that looks like some giant creature had tried to like claw its way onto the boat at some point um and there's a few scorch marks where some sort of maybe some sort of dragon breath had occurred a weapon attack or elemental attack had occurred up on top of the uh, uh on top of the side railings uh, up at the back of the ship um but otherwise in really really good nick and as you as you climb on board and get aboard the ship uh i will actually bring you guys over to the ship map so that you can you can see it and enjoy it and i'll just need to bring a copy of shivers with me as well um just so that just so that um raf you can enjoy the enjoy the airship I'm just trying my to f- body is ready <laughs> i'm just trying to find the 
the airship map because unfortunately the plugin that I've been using for Roll20, oh no, I can't find the airship map. The plugin that I've been using for Roll20, um, I had to, it's it's not it's not working at the moment and I've had to uninstall it briefly. So I will, oh no, I think it's actually taken my airship map with me. That's right. I'll, I'll sort that out and I'll, I'll get that up and running for the next stream so that you can enjoy the airship. Um, or I'll just send you the pictures of it and you can enjoy it then. <laughs> oh, here it is. I found it. I found it. Here you go. Oh man, that was that was frustrating for a moment, and I'll need to drop you on the airship so you can see it. Who's who's put this drawing on? Deleting this drawing that you've drawn. There you go. Um, but yeah, so the the airship is uh, is is beautiful um, and and very intricately done. As you climb on board, uh, Leosin runs around, gets some maps, and pulls you aside. Shivers. You point out the location, and um, Leosin sort of goes, "Oh, yep, yeah, okay, yep. Yeah, I think I think I know where we're heading. I'll chart course and let's head off then." And with that, the airship rises slowly from the ground. Elia, who's accompanied you on board the ship, Mira, takes you over to the side and, and sort of holds your hands. Mira, I, I just want you to know I'm really proud of you. I, I think you're doing the right thing. I'm going to head back. I think I probably will accept the position that I've been offered, but not on their terms, on mine. Good, yes, I am. Um, I, I will have a think about what they said to me, what they proposed, but there was a reason I left. This is not, that was not my life. I have more work to do with the Tempest Guild. I understand, uh, of course. Once this is over, I will come back. Well, that's... In some ways, it's really good to hear, because I loved the work we did together, but in other ways, I wonder if you're... You've thrived in this role. Mira, and the others all look to you for, for leadership and for guidance. I wonder if your role with the Tempest Guild doesn't end here. With with your mission to stop the cult. I mean, you really seem to have found your elements. I want you back, obviously. I want you to keep working for me. I want to keep working with you. But I wonder if this is the best place for you now. This is the best place for me, Ilya. I know that, but I meant I will come back and visit. Ah, sorry, that was a bit presumptuous of me. No, yes. I, I, it is nice to, to hear someone else say that instead of just me being saying it to myself over and over and over again. So, Indeed, no. yes. Well, I, I can't wait to see you again, and I, I may see you in Oxford. Ah, who knows? I don't want to completely abandon my duties there, but I feel like maybe that's where we're headed. It seems like I'm needed more here. Yes, they need the stability, and they need a place to look forward to the future, and that's with you, Yellow. Maybe. I can't help but think that perhaps this... This isn't where I'm supposed to be. It's such a... Uh, such a large role to fill, I mean, taking over from my mother, I, I don't know if I'm ready for this. I think if you surround yourself with good people, my experience is that they are the ones who give you a lot of the skills you need and confidence. You could be right. Food for thought, most certainly. Thank you, Mira. I'm, I'm really going to miss you. Mira will just Squeeze a hand and she reaches back. forward, pulls you into a massive hug. If you if you don't resist, 
yeah, she pulls you into a really big hug, wraps her wings around you as well, so that you're sort of in this canopy of white scales as she holds you, or silver scales, I should say, as she holds you, holds you close. She steps back, gives you a nod, and then throws herself off the side of the airship. As she falls, you watch as her form expands back into this massive silver dragon. And as she wheels and does a spin, she rises up in front on top of the airship and breathes out this wave of huge ice that expands in front of you, forming these crystals around the airship. And on the deck of the ship, light snow begins to fall. And as you guys pass through this cloud of ice, the trail that it leads behind leaves this rainbow in the sky of light glittering off these ice crystals as the airship and then pushes through. Yeah, leaving a trail of glittering ice crystals forming a rainbow behind you. She spins, wheels, and drops down below you and disappears from sight. Now, for those of you who picked up some magic items, feel free to attune to them. You'll have a long rest during this uh, during this journey. So anyone who wants to benefit from a long rest, you definitely get one. At top speed, it's still going to take you a day and a half to get to this location. So I think we'll skip through that a little bit unless there's anything specific you guys wanted to do, unless there are any questions you had for Raf's character. Um, for shivers, I think we'll skip through that a little bit. Nope, doesn't look like anyone's got um, anything they want to. Yeah, Matt. I, I do have a question. Oh. Uh, so in my in my in- inventory. Yes. I have a blue dragon egg. Yes, you do. Twenty-four hour thing next next to it. Yes, you do. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, what is happening with that egg? That egg. Yeah, that's a really <laughs> good question. Um. I reckon that egg originally, I'm just trying to remember back to when you picked that up. I reckon originally we were going to use that to explain your Drake Warden feature. I suspect. Uh, I got it from the city. Oh, mm. you just picked it up recently, did you? Lockheed, yeah, because yeah. Lockie used that a bad uh, It was some sort of. Oh, yes, it was the time effect. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, perfect. All right, well, then let's say I, I've, I completely forgot about that, but that's so. Yeah, that's right. You had that, that ridiculous time effect occur. Okay. Yeah. Here's what happens. Like, aged down. Yeah. It was a guard. Yeah. One of the leaders of the. You were the leaders, I'm pretty sure. Like, yeah, uh, here's what happens, because this would have. Like like it was like a lead leader. Yeah. And Lockie used the timing to, like, de age him. Yeah. And then he had egg. Yeah. That was that was some wild magic surge, I think, as well occurred there as well. It was, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so this this would have happened way before. So we're gonna do a quick time skip backwards. When you did your first long rest at the at Elia's mansion, that egg hatches yeah. into a baby dragonborn, and you have a baby dragonborn, like an actual baby dragonborn, like cooing and like garring and like doing little cries and needing like maternal care, <laughs> like needing some form of. He is an expert. Your husband agreed, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And you'll be relevant eventually. <laughs> uh, so, like, let's slightly wreck everything that just happened. There is a blue dragonborn between yeah. the parties. So, so at this at this point with this little blue baby dragonborn, uh, I'm assuming that uh, when you sort of are presented with this, you're like, I need assistance. <laughs> basically, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of the servants who comes and like goes to change your room goes. Oh my goodness, where did you get that child from? <laughs> and there's a moment of like awkwardness <laughs> as you explain the situation. Um, she then goes, Would you like I, I would you like me to try and find a family for this child? I think that might be a, might be a good idea. I'm sure there are some people what? who are looking for 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 children to look after or, or may have lost loved ones during the the horrific events in the city. Perhaps this could be an opportunity for them to. 
<laughs> just really awkward and a bit confused. Yeah, life on the road is no place for us for a, for a young lingling like this. But I think, uh, if, if they stay in the city, perhaps find them a fitting family. That would be. That would yes, be. I will. I will endeavor to find them a family that will will help keep them from the paths that they previously chose to get themselves turned into an egg. <laughs> Uh, and takes the the child uh, off you and will go and rehome that child. (laughs) Thank you for reminding me. For those of you who are just joining us, uh, you need to go back about three episodes to understand that. Um, Fuck me, I completely forgot about it. Thank you for reminding me. Sitting in my inventory the whole time and I'm like, I wonder when this is going to come up. I'll just just wait. Bit of of an opportunity. Yes, Michael. Yeah, I did give my first nappy, so it's been changed. Nice. (laughs) <laughs> um that's thank you for reminding me i completely forgot uh that's very good to know cool um i have one thing i would like to say yeah Owen. Lay it on me um because when i was talking to Lockie before we jumped on elia's back about the stone yes um uh, did we ever have a chance to go back to the city uh you haven't been only only when you were uh checking out uh fafnir's Fafnir's archives. Right. Okay. What um, did you want to do back in the city? Because we can, we can definitely say that you had a bit of a chance to jump into the city. Oh, I just wanted to grab like a gemstone that resembled that stone as much as it like as close as it can get to that. Oh, yeah. okay. You might need to head to a jewelers or something. That could be a bit tricky to go through the city and try and find a jewelers after it's just been in the middle of a violent coup. Uh, for the moment, <laughs> that one might need to be parked. <laughs> Unless... But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Um. Do you have you checked the bag of holding? Do you have any moonstones in the bag of holding? Well, that's what I was about to say. Like, yeah, because um, I put a lot of stuff in the bag of holding. Check the bag of holding. See if you've got any moonstones in there. I think you have picked up a moonstone. I do vaguely remember handing out some gemstones not that long ago. I just I never put that in the. Oh, it's probably in my notes. I can I can find the roll twenty gone. log. I'll I'll check through the roll twenty log and I'll see if you've got a moonstone. And if not, um, you also have an arcanist on the ship. Um, and an artificer. Uh, well, that's two, what I was about to say. Yeah, do you want to head down to Griswold? I, I would. I would definitely start like scoping out some of those guys and like talking to them about it and such. Yeah. So as you head down into the engine room, um, you can see Arvel and uh, and Griswold are, are bent over, uh, looking at some complex piece of machinery that Griswold is currently plugging into the ship. Um, Lucky, I'd say you'd probably be down there too at this point. Just this little, little yeah, he, he's, um, yeah. he's not helping out, but he knows it's in good hands. So he's actually also taking some time with the um, that sphere that we got from the fight. Yes, well. take some time looking through that. Um, yeah, and as you approach Griswold, this gnome with a large moustache and slicked back, crazy white hair, so it turns and goes, Ah, yes, you... Welcome, welcome, Gina. You had a question for me? We're, we're quite busy at the moment, so uh, let's keep it brief. Um, well, just it's just a quick little thing is all. Um, I, I showed Lockie here as well, um, but you know, more on deck the better. I show them a sketch of the of the stone. Um, look, I would like to replicate this as close as possible to the exact copy there. Ah, it looks like a some sort of uh, white stone. I'm guessing some sort of jade or moonstone. I'm not entirely aware of what it could be well it should be a fairly simple enough process it's just a shaped piece of gemstone i can i can whip something together for you in a couple of hours perfect that'd be awesome thank you so much did you need any enchantments on it uh, what is it supposed to do or is it just a gemstone 
Um, just sort of a yeah, a gift, I guess. I wouldn't mind if maybe it radiated some magic or something, but otherwise, quite as it is, it just has this yeah, maybe like this very almost like subtle uh, ra- radiation magical power. Right, but you don't really want it to actually do anything in particular, do you? Well, when... Okay, just a little thought I had just now. When it's placed on someone's forehead, I want little sparkles to come out of it and go uh, little uh, streamers and such. Uh, yes, I should be able to accomplish such a thing. I think um, that would be fun. I do, have, I do have one main question that's coming to mind, Jin, while you're telling me all this. Yes, yes, of course. Why? Oh, you know me. I don't have much reason to it, and I look around, and I'm, I'm a bit of a prankster. You know me. This is more of a fun thing. But this is such a weird prank. It's so... Oh, no, it will go... It will... When it is done, oh, it will be glorious. Will, will, will it go better than your last prank? Because I remember the last time you pranked somebody, a giant jumped off the side of the building. Well, that was unforeseen. I was just trying to teach him a lesson. How did I know that he would jump off the tower? <sighs> no, this will not be that. Not a, re- not a repeat. Right, how, how urgently do you need this, Jin? Is this, is this an urgent matter, or is this something I could oh, do in my spare time? If, look, I think for now, definitely in your spare time. Um, it, it's only a prank, like I said. It does. It's not urgent... Do whatever you need to do that is urgent, and then come back to me with this. I- I'll give you, I'll give you a little bit of gold for it. Oh, you'll give me a bit of gold for it, will you? Don't insult me, Jin. Okay, my bad. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to be nice. <laughs> little bit of gold for it. Oh, fucking bards. And Griswold walks over and begins like smashing away at this thing with a hammer. Um, Arvel, the large Leonin form, uh, looks around towards you and goes. Yes, I think that what you did there was uh, rather insult him a little bit with the suggestion that you would chuck him coins as if he was some sort of street performer. Oh, I am a street performer. Yes, I think that's why he took it as as an insult. What is wrong with that? I consider him an equal then, if by that logic. I I would not share that with him. (laughs) Bloody artifices. All three, all three artificers in the room turn around and look at you. And because you're in a room with only artificers who turn and look at you. And oh, don't goes, worry. I know what I did. Is there some other reason you're still here, Jen? Did you need something else? Oh, Jesus. Oh, don't. Okay, fine. I don't want you biting my hand off. Who told you about that? Nothing. Just a little third. Look. Goodbye. The See ship was in danger. Home. The ship was in danger. I, I go, and as you, as you, as I was trying to protect the ship. Yes, yeah, you start walking away here. I tried to protect the ship, but it was. Yes, yes, yeah, I'm sure. As, 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 Who as is Jin, Jesus? As yeah, exactly. As Jin leaves the engine room, he hears Lockie say, So he likes pranks, does he? And then the door closes. Oh no! <laughs> oh, no. Do you know? It's, do you know what this is going to be? It's going to be fucking Winston from New Girl, where like it's either way too mild or way too intense with the pranks. There's no middle ground. I will I'm going to go and I'm going to sprinkle sand around his shoe. But that, what, I have eighteen percent passive perception. Do I hear anything? You hear him say that. You hear him say. Okay. So he lacks pranks, then, does he? I put my head in. Oh, what have you got planned? 
Oh, nothing, nothing. Sure, we're just we're, we're still planning places. You know? Yes, we were just discussing. We were just talking about you, Jin. We know how much you like it when people talk about you. That is correct. Oh, he's so he's so magnificent. I'm sure someone like that could never be hoodwinked by the likes of us. As you start looking away, Jin. It's part of clever. He Griswold go fuck. I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna get that little part. As he walks away. Um. Shivers, for your information, um, after a couple of hours, you are met by this Professor Griswold who hears that there is another spellcaster on the ship. Um, mm-hmm. He is a tiny gnome, like two and a half, three feet tall. He's tiny. Um, but as as he comes up to greet you, uh, you watch as some contraption strapped to his leg. So yeah, I should describe. I, an older gentleman, massive bushy moustache that goes out like 30 centimeters on either side of his face um white hair slicked back into sort of like a crazy professor look out the back of his head goggles perched atop his forehead um decked out in what looks to be some sort of white lab coat that is modified with various items that are attached to it and he seems to be covered in these various items like little plates of armor that are stacked on and then these strange devices whirring and clicking clockwork attached to various parts of him and as he comes up to greet you he goes ah tabaxi and then he clicks his heels together and you watch as his legs extend as he rises up to the same height as you as stilts come out of the back of his legs or out of out of the greaves that he's got attached to his legs hello that's uh that's a fun trick you have there trick it's no trick this is how i reach tall places professor griswold nice to meet you hello uh, i am uh, shivers uh, the, the coldest stack before the dawn Ah, coldest dark before the ride. Forget your tabaxi. You have such strange names. I'm going to stick with shivers. I, look, I've not got much time. I hear, I hear you're quite proficient at spellcasting. Is that correct? Uh, well, I I can cast spells. This is correct. Fantastic. Hold still for me a moment. This will only tickle deep inside. You might find your spleen somewhat affected. Hold still. Uh, um... Pulls out from his bag a strange gemstone shaped like an eye that he attaches to his goggles, pulls them down over his head and starts leaning in. Um, you watch as this wave of orange energy, this light that shines out of this stone, like almost shine on your face and then begin tracking down. And as his stilt slowly detract, he moves down your body, almost doing what looks like an X-ray of your of your form. And then he sort of I'm steps just back. Fall to the floor, screaming. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no, there's no need for that. No, just, just, come, come, oh, maybe I haven't calibrated this for tabaxi. Maybe there is need for that. No, no, oh, just, I, I'm joking. I'm joking. It's just a trick. I'm what is it with people and pranks on this ship? Unbelievable. What? Oh, what did you just do to me? I'm taking a scan of your temporal aura, please. Could you hold still? Uh, okay. I stand up again. Yeah. I'm going to extend the thing. You could have stayed lying down. I mean, seriously. He begins extending his stilts. Oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) Stilts detract and he drops down to the ground. Hold still. Do not move a muscle. He looks, your tail's still moving. Keep it still. I can't control the tail. It just does its own thing. How how do I know you're not hiding powerful magic in your tail, huh? Uh, Never mind. I'll find out. I'll find out. Pulls the goggles on again and begins shining this orange light across you. Uh, You feel a bit tingly, but that's it. Uh, Shivy, you don't feel any other effects. Um, he sort of steps back, pulls the gemstone out, has a look, <laughs> holds it up to his ear. Ugh, necromancer! Literally, you yes. only you only know necromancy spells. Yes, this is correct. Right, and um, and, and I'm what <laughs> what? Hmm. Right. 
Tell me, how do you bring uh, corpses back when they lose their limbs? Does the magic reattach? I've, I've got some questions about necromancy, if you don't mind coming with me. I've got, I've got some questions about how you do. There's some spells I'd like to know about. There's one that you turn yourself into a jar, I believe. Tell me a bit more about that. Oh, that one's very fun. I like yeah, come that Come with me, one. come with me. Let's, let's have a talk okay. about it. Uh, and he takes you downstairs. He asks you all about your spells. Uh, if you want to be honest with him, you can tell him everything you know about your magic. He takes copious notes. Um, occasionally takes some measurements of different parts of your body. Occasionally attaches things to you that like whir and beep and click and you don't know what they do. And then he detaches them and goes, ooh, very interesting. Oh, 62 years, very nice. And then like puts things away. And you're like, whoa, what? No, <laughs> um, oh, it's just your life expectancy. Don't worry, you'll be fine. <laughs> he gets like writing oh. things down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he's all finished, um, he sort of looks at his nose and goes, well, lovely to meet you, Shivers. Uh, have a lovely life. What's left of it anyway? That's okay. I'll come back. It is not a problem. Uh, I wander off. As you go to step away and you say that, he pauses. He goes, you're not thinking of becoming a lich, are you? What? No. <laughs> no. No. Well, No. That's a shame. I had so. some questions. I had some questions about it. If you do come back as a lich, please come and find me. I've got some number of questions about the, the the phylactery creation. I had a hypothesis about how to do something a bit extra special with that. But uh, look, if, if you achieve lichdom, come back and have a chat to me. I'd love to have a talk to you about it. Okay. <laughs> Just like wander away. Arvel like watches you pass this massive Leonin, um lion's mane braided around and pull back. Uh, quite slight of form, but very tall, quite muscular looks, and goes. I think he was mostly joking about the lichdom. Oh, uh, um, hello, I'm Shivers. Arvel, lovely to meet you. I see you're a fellow resident of the Shattered Isles. Yes, this is very great. nice. Ah, priest of Solthai, I see from your markings. Yes, do you, yes. Do, do you like her as well? I've never been one to worship. Uh, intently, but a number of my family uh, have their uh, their ancestors, the the honoured honoured vessels with them. I unfortunately uh, to be safe and sorry. Indeed, uh, I unfortunately there was no match for me. I see you have no honoured vessel with you either. A similar story, or do priests not? No, well, I, I got um, a little too crispy um, last life. Ah, yes. Apparently, I was eaten by some sort of uh, large ocean creature. Oh, it happens. It's okay. Hopefully next time it won't be... Uh, there will be more of us. Yes? Uh, yes. Hopefully. Indeed. I, I, I should tell you, I'm not a, I'm not a worshiper myself, but maybe my next maybe my next life will be. Well, there you go. If you have another life, you are already sort of a worshiper. Uh, yes. We, we well, come I'm, back, it's all good. I'm a very busy, very busy, uh, busy very busy man, Shivers, but uh, look, I... I we can have a sit down and a drink. We can chat about where you have uh, where you've been in this world. I imagine it's been quite a journey from the uh, the shattered isles. Quite an isolated place. Oh, it was a very short trip, actually. From the shattered isles to Chiari. Are you sure about yes. that? I haven't seen very much at all. It was kind of like ah, uh, yes, magic indeed. Well, there's a bit of the on this ship too. So uh, I'll I'll give you a heads up if any teleportation's about to occur. Griswold thinks he's developed some sort of... Uh, he's calling it a telewarp drive. I'm not quite sure what it does, but he's convinced that he can oh. teleport the entire airship to various locations. That could be uh, a lot of people without bodies for their new lives. <laughs> yes, if it does not go well. Yes, the current issue is that it sends it into the astral space and uh, you can't breathe there. Oh. Personally, I cannot. 
no, no, no one can. Uh, I mean, oh. obviously, I mean, Lockie's probably fine. <laughs> Lockie's like there, like tinkering away at something. Lockie's probably fine, but um, the rest of us who need to breathe might be a bit of a problem. Wow. Okay. I. Yes. Shivers just kind of starts to wander off. Yes. Well, I'll, great chat, Shivers. I'll catch up with you later. As he turns back to you, Lockie, he goes. So weird. I always thought the priests were really weird, but he actually seems quite good with people. I know. It's, 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 it's yes. It's surprising. I found well, them. I, mean, I found them quite creepy when I met them as a child. Maybe it was the fact that they were like covered in bones and that they would like talk to dead people all the time. That would do it. But he seems to just have tattoos and. Oh, the markings uh, on his skin. Uh, no, I yeah. think they're natural. I don't think they're tattoos. I think that's his natural coloration. Oh, that is creepy. Yeah, it is a bit like creepy, it. isn't it? Yeah. Right, look, I'll ask him next. Actually, hang on. He might not have gone too far. Let me catch up to him. Arvel comes like, running down the corridor. Shivers! Shivers! Well, I've got oh, a question oh. for you. I've got a question. Come back yes. with Lockie. He's got a question for you. Okay. Let's see back down. Uh, yeah, so, so Lockie was wondering. So I started getting a bit grease well with, uh, with Arvel. So Lockie was wondering. Yes. The markings on you. Were they... Yes. You were born with them? Yes. I don't. I think it's just something that is cultivated over uh, several several generations. Um, I don't really understand it. It's it's above my um, uh, pay grade is the wrong word, but it's the right concept. Um, I, a lot of us have uh, these, although I'm there. Most of my colleagues um, have hair. Uh, I am. Uh, fortunate in some ways because it's very hot down there um, but uh, yes the, the markings um, they, that's just me that is shivers huh. yeah, I, I thought it was an addition because of your um, it's in... sort of an addition I guess just a generational one how many lives have you lived nine oh Yes. Huh. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Wow, that's fascinating. Does this mean your last one? Question for later. Um, oh, no. You, you, it's, it's infinite. And I mean, I, I, from what I from what I remember from a child, the, the, the idea is that everyone is, is experiencing life uh, all at once. We're all part of the same same entity just experiencing life as separate souls and then we will continue to experience life as separate souls and continually reincarnation until the uh until the heat death of the universe that is well that's not how it was put the... to us it was put as uh until the the, the cycle breaks and the the, the world is is, uh, is undone but now i understand as an as an archivist i think they're referring to the heat death of the universe that would make sense it's just the meat bits that keep on falling <laughs> really apart <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes okay so, do you have memories from your past lives, then? No. Shit. Okay. There is. There was one group who were practicing something called past life regression, but I think that turned out to be bullshit. Yes, that was, in fact, a cult. Yes, that well, it was. It was a cult within the genuine religion of bringing people back from the dead. Yes. <laughs> it's like, look, I'll be honest, I can see how people got fooled. It is hard to keep up sometimes. Look, I mean, frankly, it, it, that whole subsection it pff, how could anyone believe in that we're, we're actually fighting a cult right now shivers yes um yes <laughs> <laughs> nice okay but, but but if you were given the option to remember your past lives would you take it 
Hmm, that's a good question. I don't know. It depends on how good my past life was. If it's better than this one, probably not. I'd be jealous. But then I, it would I be good to I, learn from my mistakes. It would be fun. I, I would do that. Yes, you could learn things. Then you could have proper conversations with uh, your your animate friend. Um, not that they would talk back, but you could answer for them because you know what they would say. So it's like having a friend live in your head that also follows you around. I would do that. Yes, it's not creepy at all. <laughs> no, it's not creepy at all. It's not creepy. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, constructs, golem, they come from different places, but at the end of the day, we're made. Of, we're still made of clay. Um, it, indeed, in a very esoteric way, yes. I look, I'm going to be perfectly honest, maybe it's because I grew up around around this this religion that it's just not something I ever considered weird. I didn't, well, I mean, a little bit weird, but not ever something I considered uh, odd, shall we say. I mean, it just made sense at the time. Otherwise, what are you doing with dead bodies? They're just festering and molding in the ground. Kind of makes sense. To... <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, look, my, my brother, he um, he started a very successful business uh, using his uh, his past, uh, his previous vessel to help him uh, dig a rather large uh, series of aqueducts through his farmland and actually uh, ended up being able to use that to form some sort of uh, aquaculture. Which is, as, look, as you would know, Shiva's quite hard on the isles. There's not a lot of uh, fresh water to be found. This is true. Yes, and the uh, the extra strong bodies, and they don't complain. Um, very, very happy to do whatever you tell them to do. Um, they're, they're, yeah. they're good people. Indeed, yes. Ex-people. Yes. People. Vessels. Vessels. I, I did hear of a, um, a, a, a tiefling barber at one stage that was turning um, bodies into pies, Oh. I thought that was a grung. I heard it was a grung, Sweeney Toad. Oh. <laughs> that was quick. Thank you. Oh. Oh. Wow. Wow. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. I'm always uh, there's a part of my brain. <laughs> there's a part of my brain that's constantly monitoring the conversation for pun opportunities so every so often it just like taps me on the shoulder and goes oh, Owen I've had a great pun please speak this aloud and I go oh yes please have the mouth <laughs> enjoy I give you control of the mouth for the moment enjoy yeah um, yes it was a grung I thought some Sweeney Toad or something isn't that what Jin was trying to turn himself into before I thought it was a reference Patrick Mayer yes possibly I just ask because um, there's a, been a, a time or two where I've had memories of before I was shut down or what have you. So I just wanted to see if you had any way to enlighten me. That's fine. Oh, well, I, I mean, it's yeah. still the same life, isn't it? You're, you're I, in the same vessel. I mean... The hardware is still yeah. the same, right? Like, it hasn't changed. The hardware hasn't changed. No, no, some, some of it, I guess, hasn't changed. It was 6,000 years ago, and then a, a little bit, and I was dead for a while. So, I mean... Oh. I guess I do have a question, Lockie, that I've not asked before. Uh, how much of you have you replaced over the years? Like your original design, are you still... Well, is all the hardware still the same? Or have, has it all been replaced over the years? You know, I think I've lost track along the way. That answers an interesting question. I mean, if I have replaced all of myself... I'm Are myself you still lucky? 
Everyone was pondering that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the the ship of the ship of Theseus question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm, it's a good question. Well, so I'm sorry, Shivers. That was I, I mean, we only asked one question, but it turned into a, a bit of an interrogation. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, I I'm used to it from people who are not familiar with what I do. It's um fairly common those questions although I haven't traveled very much but on the short amount of time that I have been traveling there's been quite a lot of people who just don't seem to comprehend it um, which I don't really understand it it's I think it makes perfect sense yes the message of Sulthai has not gone far beyond our shores of the Shattered Isles in fact there are many who would not even know her name let alone understand that she is a goddess she is Yes, quite quite an integral one who uh, who helped fight in the uh, helped fight in the ruin against the betrayer gods. This is all facts that I am aware of. <laughs> <laughs> yes, everyone's everyone's happy to talk about the big ones like Pelor or Bahamut or Arathus, but we would have, we would have fallen without her guidance. For what it's worth, uh, my feline friend, um, I find your views different to what I've come across, but interesting. You definitely give me food for thought. And that Thank you. Me. Thank you. Not a problem. Alrighty. Any other? Because I think otherwise we'll we'll I'll do a little arrival at the location then I'll, I'll end the session there but are there any other questions or any other things you wanted to do in character while you're on the airship I do yeah I figured you might <laughs> <laughs> so while Griswold is yes. making my gemstone I'm going to covertly um, just like I'm not going like, to make it very obvious but I'm going to watch Shana a little bit yeah Try and gauge where that gemstone is hidden. Could you make me a stealth check and an investigation check, please, Shana? Could you roll a perception check, please? Wow, rolled Eight. really bad. Oh. oh boy. Wow. I've got to roll really well for 22. investigation, which is really weird. Natural one, Shana! Wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, I was gonna say I was gonna say Whoa. this is what wow. this is. This is what I was prepared to wow. say. Shana, for some reason, Jin keeps looking at you, but never mind, because you do oh not notice. Lord. Shana, I would say probably that you are spending most of your time focused on the the Nexal node that you recovered, that you are using to try and bring your uh, your half-soul, Kalashtar soul, your, 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 yeah, to bring Lyra back from the dead or from back from wherever she is. Um, where would you stash the gemstone would you keep it on your person or would you be stashing it in your room somewhere safe stash it in a room like um because like i'm assuming like she's not carrying around her entire pack with yeah, her and stuff exactly and, um i'm sort of assuming that she sort of have, might have like a bit of a component pouch that sort of is separate to the component uh, yes. to the main pack and so Definitely. it's probably tucked in there along with like other spell agents yep. and yeah, so in that case, then you, you, you carry it with like you that. some of the time, but not all the time. Like, there are times when you might leave your spell component pouch behind thinking, oh, well, I'm probably not going to need it. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, you don't notice Jin paying very close attention to you. You are so focused on your on your mission, on, on trying to bring Lyra back, that your focus is very much taken up by that. Jin, you do notice 
So when, whenever Shana heads down to the engine room, you've gone into her room once or twice and had a bit of a, a look through. And both times you've checked, you've not found anything. But then this most recent time, after Griswold has presented you with this moonstone that looks like a carved moonstone, a little bit similar to what you remember seeing Varys hand her, Shana heads down, begins looking at the Nexal node and examining it, talking to Griswold about how she could possibly use that wish spell that she has access to. Because I should also mention, for those of you who have forgotten, uh, Shana still has a wish spell. You'd forgotten, Ali. Oh my god, yeah, Ali still... Shana still has a wish spell from her bean um, that is still active. Oh yeah, that's right. We'll have to find a way to get Rafa Magic Bean. Um, there's there's oh, a... Yes. Yeah, there's a there's a merchant in Oxenfurt who sells I magic beans that when you eat them they unlock your true power. Uh, it's a it's a D100 roll table that I get them to roll <laughs> on, and it's a random effect every time. The 100 is a wish spell, which is what uh, which is what Shana got on hers. She got rolled 100, so that's that's amazing. amazing. It's crazy, but yeah. So unfortunately, Jin, you notice Shana leave behind her component pouch, uh, component pouch, uh, pouch component pouch as she heads down to talk to Griswold about the Nexal node and, and about bringing Lyra back you sneak into her room and the only thing you haven't checked so far is that component pouch and sure enough as you open it up sitting inside along with a number of spell components is the moonstone that Varys gave to her you can so see that I... oh yeah sorry you go, oh, yeah, yeah. You go. Keep... no you keep going you keep going I was just gonna say you can see that Griswold's attempt looks pretty good Obviously, it's been done from a drawing. It's not exactly the same size because you you did a drawing of it and Griswold's had to do it from a drawing. Um, But it looks somewhat similar. It looks like a carved moonstone. Um, The symbol that this sort of weird spiral pattern that devolves into these cracks across it, Griswold's done a pretty good job of replicating as well. You had that very strong in your drawing. Um, But yeah, it's it's not identical. It's just, um, it's very close. Okay, look, very close I can work with. I'm going to use my forgery kit. I don't know if that would help. Disguise kit, forgery kit, whatever I can to sprouse, to to make it look almost identical. Okay, absolutely. Do you want to roll me... So yeah, for for, uh, for tools and skill checks, for those of you who might not know, Araf, I, I don't know if I've done this variant rule with you before, but with homebrew rules, there's a couple that I run all the time. These are up on the wiki. The one that we run for tools is that you tell me which skill check you'd like to use and then justify why it should be that skill or that ability being used for the tool check. So for example, we had a classic one at the very beginning of the campaign where Mira wanted to do some cooking and said, I'd like to use my charisma as the primary role because I'm going to focus on the presentation. It's all going to be about how pretty the food looks. I don't care about taste. I don't care about how well it's cooked. I'm just focusing on how great it looks. It's Instagram food, all right? Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, so absolutely. For a, for a um, forgery kit, Jin, you tell me what stat you want to use and justify why. Probably deception. I'm trying to deceive her. Yep, so um, charisma. In that case, then roll a charisma check and use your proficiency bonus. But can you talk me through how your charisma affects this? What's works? So in, in which way are you using your charisma more than anything else? So, because I have the moonstone that I have been given, the moonstone that is like there, um, and I'm tr- basically trying to add the same flair. Like, cause I remember there was like a gold band or something from what I remember. Yep, that's right, around the base um, of it. Yep, so... Definitely trying to have like sort of emulate that like gold band sort of look. Um, yeah, basically trying to um, get it almost identical, and I guess like trying to deceive her that the gemstone that she has is going to be the one that she thinks she has, and trying to get that down as much as I can. 
Okay, so I think how I'll justify it in my mind is you're kind of treating it like a stage prop. Working as a bard, you've worked with props a number yeah, of times. Really you've had to adapt to props at certain points to make them look like other things. Because obviously, like, you don't have a budget to just make all the props that you need. And, and you want to reuse props from previous plays or performances. So it's it's kind of, you've learned to adapt props on the fly. You've got maybe a little bit of paint in the forgery kit that you can use to like touch up and make it look a bit more realistic or, or make it match a little bit closer with the, the gold um, base to add those little wires at the back as well, this sort of lattice of metal filament at the back that Griswold's done a pretty good job with, but you can see where you can make it better. So yeah, you, you just you touch it up like you're touching up a prop. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm being incredibly kind as a DM, basically giving you that. But yeah, <laughs> just so that we get the the tool, how the tool checks. Well, that's what I was. That's probably what I was thinking as well yeah. because I was gonna go on a bit. Like I'd probably use things from my like yeah, from your holding, disguise kit. I did kit take my, pretty much my entire contents of my room at yeah. the Bard's College, so I would probably have some prop, other little props lying around that could potentially help out with the construction exactly. of it as well. Yeah. You might even have like a sword pommel that has a gold inlay that you pull out and attach to this with some glue. And you're like, yeah, that looks good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay, perfect. You, could you please roll me um, a tool, uh, skill check? This So charisma plus your proficiency. So All you can right, probably so... roll it as a deception because a deception is your charisma plus your proficiency as well. Yes. Oh, except is it double proficiency because you're bardic? 26. 26, oh, well, nice. my charisma is plus five and my proficiency bonus is plus four. Okay, perfect. No, that's a perfect then. 26. 26 is spot on. Nice. Yeah, 26. Very, very nice. I'll make a note of that. Um, actually, tell you what, why don't we do it now? Shana, could you roll me a perception or investigation check? Your choice. I don't perception think she can. Actually... I don't think she'll be. I don't think she can because it's plus zero. It's imp- I physically can't. <laughs> oh, okay. Don't. Five. Okay, cool. Yeah, Shana, I mean, in, in your minds, like you've not spent time examining this. Your focus has been on getting Lyra back. And in your mind, you're like, oh, well, look, he's- Varys has given me this thing. I'll just use it when I need it. And I- You're not looking at it, studying it, or paying close attention to it. Nice. Okay. Um, Jin's fake Varys' magical quest is out to you. <laughs> <laughs> Quality nice. closeness, roll of 26. Thank you for that. That's awesome. Thank you for adding that. That's brilliant. That's, uh, that's, that's awesome. Um, Jin, you now have this stone. Um, as you as you take it and head back to your room, a shadow rises out of your own, takes form. Varys leans back on the bed. You can see now no longer taking that elven form that you've seen so many times. This time, his skin looks almost like starlight, hair long and flowing behind him. His form lithe, very skinny, only four fingers on each hand. Sorry, three fingers on each hand. Everyone has four fingers. Three fingers on each hand. And as he leans back, you can see he sort of stretches his neck a bit and goes, Well, Jin, what have you got there? Am I sensing some sort of dissension in the ranks? You wouldn't be oh. working against Shana now, competing for my attention, would you? Well, he only gave one out, so... I offered and you didn't take one. It's hardly my fault if you make these decisions. Well, look, I have been quite competitive in my time, in in my youth and my life. I can see this being interesting. Carry a bit of favor and make myself look better. I'm I'm proving myself to you right now, Varys. Indeed. Deceptive when I need to be, effective when I need to be, efficient when I need to be. Hmm. Well, you're you're saying you're saying all the right things, but I can't help but feel like your heart may not be in the right place. You've replaced Shana's with a fake, 
What if you are unsuccessful? Then that means I will be unsuccessful. You're asking me to trust your proficiency. Trust well, in your skills over Shana's. Shana's served me for a lot longer, Jin. No yes, offense. Yes, but she's not the one that got the Drakhorn now, did she? Oh, you cheeky little bitch. Well, if we're going to be playing it that way. Indeed. Good to consider. I've I'll let this play out. Once. Let me prove myself again. You won't be... I've gotten over my little tiff. I tell you right now, let me prove my... I've proved myself once, and evidently I'll have to prove myself again, but you will not be displeased, I'm sure. Could you please roll me a deception check? You specifically told a lie then. When you said, I've gotten over my little tiff. <laughs> uh-huh. 21. He looks at you, eyes holding yours, and you can see that his eyes are pitch black with white pupils. No other colour. His whole iris clear. Everything is this black starlight. And as you look into his eyes, you feel the weight of eternity behind it. This creature is so old, so powerful, and you are standing before it trying to lie. You, you cannot help but feel deep within yourself that Nothing you say or do will convince this creature of your your motives. This thing is incalculably old. Varys looks deep in your eyes and smiles. Well, Jim, I trust you to do the right thing when the time comes. And if not, well, we'll be having a little chat again. Not one quite like this. A little bit more dark, shall we say? Quite. Indeed. Well, I will keep our little secret from Shana for the moment. For the moment. But if it comes down to it, it looks like you're not going to succeed. I will have to tell Shana of your deception, and she'll be so hurt and betrayed by your actions, Jin. So oh, hurt. I'm sure she won't. But I look forward to meeting this wizard of ours. So, yes... Indeed. Do you think you'd recognize him when you see him? Oh, I think I will have a good idea. Well, that was a trick question, Jin. I don't care which wizard you get the stone on top of. It just has to be one of the ones in red robes. That's all you need to remember. That's why I said I would have a good idea. Good. Just making sure you're paying attention. You were in such a little tizzy last time we spoke. So self-righteous and indignant. Or having a little tanty. I'm pleased to see you got over that. I'm pleased to see you remember where your loyalties lie. Remember, Jim. Don't let me down. Of course. I haven't before, and I won't again. You say, of course. Prove it. Actions speak louder than words, Jim, and your words at the moment are like that of a chattering monkey. I want to see you do some things. Things for oh, me. Oh, I will. Well, I have destroyed the Drakhorn, and, well, this is just the next step. Very well. Oh, I am loving this little you versus she versus who's going to get there first. Oh, oh like I'm a... sure. I'm sure that you are lapping this up. I am. It's like you're both doing a little dance for my affection. Daddy, pay attention to me. It's so hilarious. Well, please, don't let me detain you. I look forward to seeing how you work for me, Jin. And you will work for me, Jin. Of course. 
You watch as your shadow begins to sink back down and disappear as it then reforms back into your normal shadow. For the moment, as I look, you don't as I know. Around, yeah, as he <laughs> yeah. goes down, I, I turn away. I probably have a little bit of a the slightest grimace to my smile. Indeed. Um, uh, is there anyone else who wanted to chat to anybody else on the airship? Was there anyone else we need to talk to? Or should we quickly do our arrival? I can see Raph's joining. I think we've reached our... Uh, mm. We'll wrap up there, I think. All right, perfect. Um, I'm good. As the airship arrives uh, out from over the open sea and you look down below, you can see the white shores of the Shattered Isles. Almost what looked to be a string of volcanic islands that have since like, long ago erupted and then been slightly eroded away. In the centre, all of these isles are quite mountainous. White stone and white ash marking the boundaries of their uh, entry into the sea. And this tiny island all the way out in the middle of the ocean sits surrounded by crashing waves. And at its centre, you see a large tower rising from the, uh, the broken island with a hedge formed into a maze forming this large labyrinthine mess surrounding it. Shivers. You remember from looking out the window, seeing a large hedge maze from inside the tower before you teleported. You have arrived at Zonthar's tower. And that is where we will wrap up for tonight. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. I know we went a little bit over. We did start a little bit later because of the technical difficulties. Um, I'll edit those out. So if you're listening on this uh, podcast or the YouTubes, you won't have experienced any technical difficulties, except for the occasional lag on uh, on Matt's voice as he sounds like a Warforged. <laughs> Just the occasional one. Um, oh, no. Thank you so much, everybody. It's been lovely having you here. Thank you to the uh, evildoers for coming in and doing another raid. I hope you guys had an awesome, awesome session. Um, I wanted to say hi to you guys earlier, but I didn't want to interrupt the flow of the, the role play we had because it was awesome. So no. I hope you had a fun stream, evildoers. Um, but yeah, that's it from me. Stay safe, stay well. We will see you all again next time. Thank you again to Raph, our lovely guest character who's coming and joining us as uh, the coldest dark before the dawn, otherwise known as Shivers. Really look forward to having Raph come and stick around with us for pretty much this entire chapter from the looks of things. I'm hoping that um, stay around for a c- couple of sessions. Um, I say I'm hoping I've, I've booked him for a couple of sessions. You're not going anywhere, mate. You're mine. <laughs> for the stream, I'm like cr- crawling over towards you. <laughs> what was that? Sorry, Michael. I came for a couple of sessions. Michael came for a couple of sessions. Michael came as a guest yeah, character okay. about a year and a half ago. Hey, <laughs> Mia. Yeah, yeah. It was the same with you and me. Oh, Matt, yeah. Yeah, it's true. That's I was, how I was originally a guest, a guest character. I've been here ever since. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And have a, have a that. I signed up for one session, Owen. Oh, yeah, true. That's yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> well, it's lovely to have oh, you all no. here. Now, now that Stockholm Syndrome has developed. One of us. One, one of, of us. us. Actually, I say that, but actually, uh, I can probably announce this now. Raph will be joining us for the Curse of Strahd campaign as one of the main cast members. So actually, I say one of us, literally one of us for when Curse of Strahd starts, um, which is going to be very, very also exciting. this campaign. One of us. One of us. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's all from us tonight, lovely people. Um, we will be back again tomorrow night with our Avatar Legends campaign. Looking forward to coming back. I'm sorry we couldn't have a session last week. We unfortunately had too many people out. It was just going to be me and Bree. Um, so just me and one of the players, which we we figured would be a little bit boring. Uh, so <laughs> we left it. Um, but yeah, we will be back uh, tomorrow night with Avatar Legends. Um, I may do a stream on Saturday morning as well, playing some PC games. I'll keep you posted. Um, I will also be definitely doing a stream of... Um, 
Breath of the Wild 2, which I think is now called Tears of the Kingdom when it comes out. I saw the Nintendo Direct announcement oh, yeah, today. Oh, I'm frothing. Um, I'm also very excited for oh, yeah. Pokemon Violet. I'll be doing Pokemon Violet playthrough too. Um, Aquatic Archie, who's also been on the stream a number of times, he and I are both going to be playing that together and we're going to hopefully do that multiplayer because I know you can. Anyone else? Oh, no, Matt, you're a, you're a Pokemon fan, aren't you, Matt? Oh, Pokemon. You know, which, one, which one are you getting, Violet or Scarlet? Uh, I know it's a tough question. Know, actually. I've I've just been tipped over to Violet, and I'm a I'm a red I'm a red starter. Yeah. Pokemon Red Ruby all the way through. I, I was thinking I was thinking Scarlet, but I don't know how I, I feel about the legendary being all. Wet. Yeah, how that has like a motorcycle tire, but then physically yeah. runs using its feet. I, it's just I can't deal with that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure about that. Yeah, I See, can't. Violet I, at least it sits. You know, he doesn't. He doesn't yeah. So it's wheels, so that makes sense. Right? It makes sense. Exactly right. It's like Fred Flint, Flintstones with Scarlet. Like, it's so. very, yeah, exactly. Um, my goodness, yeah, I'm very, very excited for that. Um, but yeah, that's all the that's all the announcements. Well, have a lovely night, everybody. If you're uh, if you're in Australia, if you're elsewhere in the world, and you're waking up or are going about your day, have an awesome day. We will see you all again next time. Until then, stay safe, stay well, and see you later. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. See you, everyone. Bye. Thank you.